Okay, so it's 310. 310. To Yuma. Is that for reference? You like that? Sure, sure. You heard it on the show. Too late. People love, uh, people love a good 310 to Yuma reference. This one. How about 310 to Yuma? Oh, see, you're blowing it all before the show. This is the problem. <laughs> people don't know that it's hilarious before the show begins. <laughs> Sneaky Dragon, I'm Ian Boothby. And I'm David Dedrick. Hey, how are y'all doing? We don't ask you how you're doing enough. How are y'all doing? Wait, we're going to listen. Uh-huh. Well, when did that happen? Okay, well, I try some ointment. Oh, man. Okay, well, actually, get that checked out. Aside from that, good? Great. Sounds good. All right, well, anyway, uh, let's get started. Hey, Dave. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, too. Good, I'm glad to hear I, Have you I tried have the lots ointment? of ointment. Okay, that's good. <laughs> By the way, did I mention we're sponsored by ointment? <laughs> Just, just generic just ointment. Just generic ointment, yeah. You know, you got a problem. Have you tried some ointment? Mm. That's what people used to do in the that's old days. Did. And now they're old people. They, but they didn't even call them ointments. They called them unguents. Unguents? Unguents, Do they yeah. put ointments on their unguents? I don't know. The U-N-G-U-E-N-T-S, unguents. Oh, when did the word ointment come into I don't play? know. Probably someone thought, you know what? This is a terrible word. Why are we using it? And they went with ointment as the yeah, that's more right. positive word? You know, there was Why a not time. Just balm? Hey. Like, balm was good. Put on a nice balm. But I guess it sounds like balm. There was a time when, when people used Prell shampoo. So What's you wrong just, with Prell? This is the name Prell. It's just, it's okay, a made-up name. It doesn't name. mean anything. It's not a person's name. It was it it sounds. I think the idea is because there was that toothpaste as well. And Pearl I, toothpaste? No, I have this idea in my head, but that it's called Ipecac, but that is totally wrong. That's totally wrong. But, oh yeah, just uh, rinse out your mouth a little uh, syrup of Ipecac yeah, it afterwards, has a, it, and yeah. get that nice clean feeling. But inside. it has a really <laughs> it has a really chemically sounding name, and it's just toothpaste. It's very smart though, because if they if Ipecac actually wasn't toothpaste, you would throw up, mm. and you have to brush your teeth again. So it's smart, <laughs> right? It's a it's a recurring cycle, seem, and you really go through the toothpaste fast. It really doesn't seem that smart. No, that is uh, that's very clever. Now that you said part. it out, now that you said it out loud, no, it had a name. Kind Kind of like that, and and but it's a very chemical sounding name, and I think there was a time when people, you know, to think that something was good for us, we wanted to. It had to have like a kind of a, a name that wasn't very appealing, mm. you know. Like now we want things that have like appealing. Smucker's jam. Smucker's jam is a good example of for that. Health reasons. Welch's grape juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all. Those aren't like positive things. Right. No one wants to get smuckered or welched. Nope, not at all. But Bactine. Do you want to put any, like, I'll cut myself, throw some Bactine yeah. on there. That sounds like it hurts. I don't, I don't want to. Actually, it doesn't hurt, right? That's the whole thing about Bactine. It doesn't hurt. They have a little spray and they have a little kid. And it's like, oh, it doesn't hurt. Whereas normally you put iodine on and you That's see right. kids screaming. <laughs> Rolling around, writhing on the ground right. in pain. Yep. Or if you're a tough guy mm-hmm. in a movie, yep. that's the thing about tough guys in movies. Is yeah. A tough guy in a movie can take like 16 shots to the gut yeah. and like his face cut up and whatever. Yeah, sure. And then the lady delicately dabs his arm with iodine. And he's like, like ooh, ooh. Just can't take it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that's a tough that's how, guy weakness. That's how much it hurts to have iodine. What I would do if I was, say, a bad guy is mm-hmm. I would soak all my weapons in iodine. <laughs> I, would, uh, I would just cover brass knuckles in iodine. I'd cover the bullets in iodine. And that guy just could not take yeah. it. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, give him a shot of iodine in the bar. Mm-hmm. The only problem with that is that you you also are covering yourself with iodine, so you're also in pain from your own. But weapons. I'm not a good guy. A bad guy can like just like bathe in iodine. Yeah, and you know, in fact, that's a good name for a bad guy is Mister Iodine. Little Iodine, how's that? Well, Little Iodine is already a copyrighted character. 
part of the little gallery of girls. The little gallery of girls? Yeah. Though she is probably lowest ranking after a little Lulu, little Audrey. Uh, I don't know if we're counting your little dots and your little lotus. Probably not. But there's little uh, little Audrey, yeah. little Lulu, mm-hmm. little Iodine. Yeah. Oh, there's one more that was like what, like a good proper little, mm-hmm. and then it gets into the uh, the off brand. Oh, I was gonna say that were there a guy ones? Of course, there's little Archie. But, yeah, there's little Archie. But but, there's, but, but little Archie isn't little. Yeah. Oh, wait, he's, oh, we're talking. He's little, little but he's not. How he's many not are little. little and how many are little? I guess they're all little, right? They're basically a little, yeah. It's little yeah, no Audrey, little. little. Yeah. Hmm. But he's okay. little Archie. Right, little Archie. And they called him little Archie then too, meaning, I assume, yes. that there was, he had a brother who yeah. was also named Archie and or another kid in the neighborhood was named Archie. Mm. And that kid clearly was killed off at some point huh. and did not make it back because the only reason to be called little is if there's a, a bigger version of you, you need around. To, yeah. What happened to that person? Big Archie. What happened to Big Archie? I had a friend named Dave when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. David. That's not unusual. And uh, but I was Big Dave because he was shorter than me. Okay. So I think there's a, a more fair way to, to do it. So he wasn't Little David or Little mm-hmm. Dave. I was Big Dave. Now, when we met, we were in a comedy troupe. Uh, you were hiring people for the comedy troupe. I was Did you have any a, uh, reservations about having another David in your group? A two David comedy troupe? A two David? No, because the more Davids, the merrier is my opinion of Have you of thought Davids. of going full David and just like cutting out uh, the middleman and make that your gimmick? What? Like five Daves or something. Just five five, yeah. five guys named Dave? Yeah, you know, like Dave Clark Five, but just, sure. like just the Dave Five, and it's yeah, just Daves. Dave. Yeah. This well, would predate Bruce you, McCullough's The Daves I Know. You obviously have forgotten the memo that I wanted everyone to change the name to Dave. Mm. Didn't work. I don't know what happened. And we could have gone up against the uh, Gord uh, group, because that's the other very common Canadian name, Gord, Gordon Dave. The other, the other David in the troupe was he was the co-founder with me of the. So two Daves had the idea. So without without him, it wouldn't have. I think I had the idea, but without his enthusiasm, I probably would have just spun my wheels for a while and not gone anywhere. And then you mixed it up, mixed it up, and hired three three guys with a un, non 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 Dave names. names. I know. And so then we hired like about three more people over over time. I discovered that there just wasn't that many funny Daves at, at North Delta Senior Secondary Yeah, well, that a, year. Well, there's a big Dave rivalry, too. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Really? You judge, I think you judge Davids hard, harsher than you judge uh, people that aren't Davids, probably. No. Because you are of the Dave. I am I am a Dave, but I if I meet a Dave, I assume that he's a great guy. Mm. I'm surprised if I meet a jerk who is named Dave or David. There's a, there's a local comedian who has a son, and... Uh, I won't say their name for the purposes of this, but okay. they have the same middle. They, their first name is the same middle name as mine, and so okay. uh, whenever we see each other, I, I, I make up a thing about like we're the legion of this this name, mm. and like you know because we've got this bond that we've got. This why are name. you Why are you so secretive about your middle name? Uh, because it would also reveal that person's middle uh, first name, and mm. he's an underage person who we <clears throat> want to respect his privacy. And you don't want anyone to know about you and the other Eustaces. Uh, my middle name is Ku Klux Klan. Okay. <laughs> so it's a little it it's is, a little embarrassing. It's, it's a bit of a name. It's from a different time. It's a family totally name. different. Yes. True. Okay. Yes, Ku Klux Klan the All third. Right, I'm, I'm Ian Ku Klux Klan Swastika Boothby. Now listen. Again, a very different time. Very different time. Very I don't remember the swastika time. ever being that acceptable at any time. Well, it's not I the mean, name, it's just you know, the symbol. Okay. So it's really it's more about the lucky the lucky, like more of a Navajo. Is it Navajo or Hopi? I can't remember which. You're right. The swastika used to have positive repercussions. That's right. That was not this swastika. Actually, but it was a different direction. It faced a different direction. Well, here's the thing about my name. If you see it fully printed out, yes. it's Ian 
Klux Klan, yes. which is one word. One word, yeah. One word. This is unusual. Image of the swastika, in brackets, it then says, <laughs> the bad version, in bracket, <laughs> It makes it clear. It does. It's very complicated. It was very difficult for my family during World War II. It was, must have been. Yeah. Because that's also a family name, swastika, as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. That also has traveled down mm-hmm. through time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So during World War II, you're saying... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's a time when a lot of people change their names. Even from towns, swastika. even towns change their names right. uh, during wartime to like, hide uh, their. Like we grew up in North Delta, and the original name of North Delta was Hit- Hitler Loverberg. <laughs> that's right. Right. Exactly right. Which was unrelated, unrelated. to Adolf Hitler. No, no. But totally, once the totally. war came, they had to once change that. Once the war that. started, yeah, 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 they had to change it to. Uh, For a while, they changed it to "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> that didn't work out very well. Either. Right. You know, and yeah. then and then they changed it to North Delta. They well, first they ch- changed it to Stalingrad. <laughs> sure. And then they and they changed it to uh, North Delta. Yeah. If you they hit to, upon something, I don't know why it took so long. Stalingrad High School. Yeah. Is it then like Stalingrad grad? SSS. No, is it Stalingrad grad then when you graduate yeah. and you got to go Stalingrad grad? No, no, 87. Just... Woo! Stalingrad grad. It's Stalin- or Stalin- it just got, is it Stalingrad 87? Do you just like go with I that? I think yeah, you're like Stalin graduate. Mhm. Yeah. All right. Wait, sh- what if you do, what if you take your time? Are you then a Stalin grad uh, thing? How <laughs> yes. about that? Yes. Yes. Oh, we have fun. I'm glad you, you know what? I'm glad you took it to that. We point. are very anti-Nazi. <laughs> Let's just say that. Much. Well, are you? No, Dave's a little uh, you know, leaning towards. Okay, listen, give me it. Listen, I haven't, I haven't made up my mind yet. There's fine people on both sides. I don't. That's fine right. people. Fine on both people, people sides. on both sides. That's right. Both there is trouble on both sides. Mm-hmm. Both sides were fighting. You know, I think we can agree to that. Both sides right. during the war. And were, if you were know, fighting. that's right. And if you've ever been in yeah. school mm-hmm. and had a fight broken up by yeah. the principal or whatever, yeah. both are equally to blame, no matter what the reason. No matter were. what the reason. Yeah. 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 No. 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 Just yeah. the. I don't act want to know fighting. what happened. I don't yeah. want to know what happened. Doesn't matter yeah. what happened. Yeah. Well, to set this off, it doesn't matter. And this mm-hmm. is the lesson I'm teaching both of you. Yeah. That it doesn't matter <laughs> the reasons that this occurred. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Yeah. Who attacked who? Who sucker punched who? Yeah. Who was defending what? Yes. Who said what about what? <laughs> who made fun of my name swastika? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. That must have been so hard in school. You must have not told anyone your name. What's that? Your your middle names. You must have not told people. No, I just, I, I changed it in school to Antichrist. Okay. <laughs> my... And it was tough because I went to yeah. a Catholic high school. That was very difficult. <laughs> that was very difficult. But you said it's not, it's not about Christ. No, it's Antichrist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not the Antichrist. Yeah. I'm just Antichrist. Yeah, yeah. And I would make that very, very clear. clear. in your Catholic high school. Yeah. Or Catholic school. Yeah. Was it a high school? Mm-hmm. Was it an all school? Was it an all grade school? Was it was it L high as they always say in the crossword puzzle clues? Looking back, I don't think it was a school. <laughs> Is I that think right? It might have just been a building yeah. with a couple of weirdos pretending it was a school. <laughs> pretending retroactively, pretend to be we learned nothing. Yeah. Retroactively, well, we that, just watched golf videos all day. That so I'm thinking goes, it might not have been one Catholic. Yes, not two, at all. Even though they dressed like priests, well, were their tastes? <laughs> were, but were their tastes Catholic? How so? Well, just because you know, made a lot of small wafers. It means wine? it means universal, right? So if you have like a a broad variety of tastes, you would say your tastes are Catholic. We did watch a lot of universal movies. There you go. Your tastes are Catholic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, my experience. I went back to the high school reunion. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I uh-huh. got there late, and everyone had been murdered. Really? <laughs> yep. So it was good that I didn't get there on time. <laughs> For those that say punctuality is important, yes. 
when you were part of a death cult. Yes. And okay. retroactively, I know it's a death cult. Because they had I, sneakers? Because they were all murdered. Oh, that's, that's a clue as well. <laughs> Except for one suicide guy oh. who had to wrap things up, <laughs> turn off the lights, forward the mail, and then do all the... Oof, do all the, the, all the clerical stuff. When you're the suicide guy, yeah, yeah. the responsibility is through the roof. Yeah. You got to do everything. You got to put the keys into the box. That's before, right. You yeah. got to write the note. Yeah. Ugh. Make sure everything's been returned. Like all the library books have been returned. <laughs> all the right. videos have been returned. Yeah. Just, you know, depending on what age You got to rewind happened. them all. Oh, <laughs> make sure they're the all rewound. Yeah, that you was still the had to be kind and rewind. That's right. Uh, otherwise, you don't go to heaven. No. That's the thing. If you, if no, you go no. to heaven and they go like, did you rewind all the mm -hmm. videos? Ah, shit. Well, you're going to hell. Not even a matter of going to hell. You don't even get to go into that comet that's passing by. Mm -hmm. You know, the comet asks you, did you, uh, were you, did you rewind your videos? Mm -hmm. And you say no, and it's just like, forget it. So I, so I got there late. No ride. Everyone was murdered. Yeah. The upside, buffet was still open. <laughs> that's nice. Downside, yeah. mostly ambrosia. Uh, overrated. <laughs> yep, not great. But very popular. You would for, be surprised. For some reason. A uh, lot of jello molds. My younger daughter mm -hmm. uh, works for a works at a deli. Mm -hmm. And uh, she has she obviously makes the salads and things that are, they sell. And uh, ambrosia. Yeah. Ambrosia, very popular. What goes into ambrosia? What doesn't go into ambrosia? Okay. We we were talking like two weeks ago about foods from other lands as you were mm. mocking them. and going. I was not mocking them. I hate them. all different cultures. Listen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, you, you pinned it. But now let's nail North America for its greatest sin, <laughs> which is ambrosia. <laughs> ambrosia what, so what, what What is the base? It's, uh, marshmallows? It, it's like a sweet potato yeah, has, salad, am I right? What no, it has marshmallows in it. Well, so does other things. that you has know. like pineapple. Okay. But what's the base? Uh, mayonnaise. What's the base? I mean, there you go. Pi pineapple and mayonnaise. Yum, yum. <laughs> what, uh, I'm what, not sure. What's the root? Man, I should call. The root I should make this? another phone call this week and then talk to another expert on these things. Okay. <laughs> If I'm just not like, sure if... What's that? If you feel like it. Maybe I'm going to do that. All right, go ahead. We're going to have a phone call. I'm going to be We're quiet gonna... so that... Let's just be quiet so that the truncate silence takes this out and we'll go right to the phone call. You know, I can just edit it. But will you? I might. Nope. Edit out all the swastika stuff, too, if you could. No. Okay, well, let's just... Let's go back to the show. All right. uh, that phone call was a failure, but uh, we've we've put out we've put out feelers, and our ambrosia expert will uh, hopefully will join us during the show. So at some point. since last week, where you gave her a call, she's learned to turn off her ringer. No, the this podcast. is this is not this is not my wife. I oh, calling. this is a different one. This is a different expert. Oh, okay, very good. I have a variety of experts in my life, not just one. Dave, remember though, you only get one phone a friend during uh, during the episode. Yeah, okay. this is a different episode. Okay, that's the same. Yeah, yeah. you only get one. That's so fine. are you going to use it this time? Yep. That's that's. I'm going to use it for uh, for this because I think this is very important. Fair enough. We'll find out. We, so, we'll just put that. We'll put a pin in that, as they say. And let me let me ask let me ask this to mm -hmm. our listeners, as we always enjoy asking things of our listeners. Uh, uh, have you had ambrosia salad? What are your feelings on ambrosia salad? And uh, and ha is there a food that's like an old party food that you like that other people find? Horrible, mm. like a Jello mold yeah. with uh, tuna or, or something in it. One of those situations. <laughs> yes. Is there anything like that that you're like, oh man, do I love that? Hmm. Yeah. Again, my favorite. Do you decade, have something? Do you have something that's? Well, like... I have something, but it's something I just made. I used to make as a kid. Okay. Which was a Ritz cracker mm -hmm. with mayonnaise and a uh, pickle on it. Man, Ooh. I love that. Really? Oh, with mayonnaise. So much salt. It's great. <laughs> this is a lot of salt. Yeah, I love that as a kid. So so huh. much. I I'm not a salty person. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not really a salty person. Well, are you a sweet? Are you I'm, sour? You're I'm, a sour. Guy. I'm well. I'm a sweet and sour kind of guy. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. I like uh, I like candies. If you were in a Rankin Bass thing, you'd be the Sourmeister. <laughs> Jeez, Mister Sourmeister, he's Mister Sour. Oh, go ahead. He's Mr. Sour. He's Mr. He'll Sour. suck a lemon an hour. <laughs> they called him Sourmeister. Whatever he touch. Uh, what does it do? Starts to pucker his yeah, mush. Right. I was trying to think of the word pucker. Damn it. Couldn't think He's of the word too pucker. much. Ba-dum, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> do you know what? I didn't realize until I was like much older that it was the same song for both characters, both Heat Miser and Cold Miser. That's the gag. And I just, it didn't occur to me until and I was watching one time and I went, oh, it's the same music. Oh. And then I later on, they did before. a spinoff episode with both of them. And uh, that's bullshit. Just enjoy yeah. the thing that you enjoy yeah, yeah. for the little cameo thing. There's a little, it's a little thing called character part. Like, no one wants to see, you know, that guy, whoever. Mm-hmm. I can't think of someone right off the top of my head right now. Was, no, you shouldn't. But uh, you can't, you know, you just, you don't want, like, that guy. Do you know what that is? To be the whole movie. Here's what that is. Yeah. It's a cake that's just frosting. You're like, mm-hmm. you know, you like frosting. Yeah. But don't just, I mean, I know, mm-hmm. who here hasn't eaten a can of frosting? Boy, I must be tired. I can't think of... Uh, a time you ate a can of frosting? I can't, no, I've never eaten a can of frosting. But I do like to lick, uh, like, lick the um, mixing. While mix- it's still on? <laughs> yes, definitely. That's right. That's what I would think would be a good diet thing. It's like, if you're trying to get off sugar, yeah. you're allowed to lick the mixer, but mm-hmm. only when it's on. So you really got to take a risk. <laughs> And you got to go. Is it worth it? Well to me? earned. Is it worth it to me? You really to earned do this? earned yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I used to love to mix the lick the mixing things. What are they called? What's that? They're not called what spatulas. You... They're called the mixer mixing. Uh, I would know it if you hadn't just said all those words before. Then would you have known it? Yeah, totally. I don't think so. But I can't remember. I can't remember anything. Like I was trying to think of that actor who wore the little pince nez. Is that who you think? No, of? he's not an actor. The he wore the little pince nez on his nose. Do you know what I mean? And he was, in, he was in movies and he was always like the shocked, slightly shocked sort of, you know. Well, beaters. Beaters, yeah, that's right. It's uh, nice Phil job. Beaters. Phil Beaters. Up the actor. <laughs> that's who it is. <laughs> you know who I mean though, right? Like, uh, no, I don't. you got to give me the movie. Well, or a TV show. It's an older movie, like an old black and white film. Understood. And name he one would, of them. <laughs> he would be, you know, sort of he's a, bal- a balding guy and he wore little, wore little glasses and he always played a very sort of finicky character. You is know? he in uh, It's a Wonderful Life? Is he the guy who's Mr. Potter's no, assistant? No, 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 no. He's yeah. uh, more... Might be looking for a young man, and this young man might be interested. He's a more... He would be more in uh, comedies and things like that. He's more like... of a character. Like you... I think you're proving your point by not being able to remember the comedies as well. No, no, I can remember. He All was right. in uh, Never Give a Sucker an Even Break, okay, um, as... the W.C. Fields film. He was the producer of the, at the studio, or the sort of studio oh, okay. head, right. uh, that W.C. Fields is pitching his script to. So why... All right, you were trying to remember this person's name in conversation? And... Yes, when we were just talking, I was trying to think of a character actor, and I was saying, you wouldn't want to see this actor. A whole film with this actor, like you, okay. his role is you know, his part is funny that he's very good in in that role. But you wouldn't want to see him like in the whole. So I'm whole thinking film. like, and I'm I'm going to get his last name wrong because it's too long. But that Stephen Tobolowski or whatever. Tobler- yes, yeah, Stephen Tobleroni. Stephen Tobleroni bar. Uh, yeah, that guy yes. from Groundhog Day mm-hmm. gets punched in the face and yes. is in everything. Sure, yeah. What a great actor! You don't want to see him as a lead. No, of course not. No, because you do that. Yeah, because he's a sweetener. Yeah. He's there to sweeten the pot. He's hey, here's a movie. To... Who's it starring? Yeah. Steve Buscemi. You go to hell. <laughs> uh, who's uh, who's the character actor in it? Steve Buscemi. I'm seeing that movie. I'd like to see Steve Buscemi yeah. come in and just do a little something. Yeah, do a little something. Yeah. You don't want to see him play the Big Lebowski. You want to see him be the friend of the Big Lebowski. And I don't mind living in oblivion. He's the lead in that. It's fine. 
But yeah. you know, for the most part, you know, let them come in and sweeten. <clears throat> it's more of an ensemble. Spice it up. It's more of an ensemble film, anyway. Right. But. You don't want to have salt being your main ingredient. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But then he was the lead in uh, Boardwalk Empire, wasn't he? Oh, that's true. Did you see it? No. There we go. Point no. made. I don't watch. I see. I don't watch movies with character actors or TV shows with character actors in lead roles. That's right. Fuck you, Brian Dennehy. <laughs> what has he done lately? Yeah. Exactly. Nothing. There you go. Mm. What's he? What's he have to have done? What do you mean? I don't know. He's done enough. Did First Blood. That was enough. First Blood? Yep. He's a sheriff? He's the semi-bad guy in there. Mm. Yeah, basically a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Get him. He's that guy. That's a... That's... Yeah. That guy... That character is a frustrating character. Not just in that movie, but in any movie where there's a gruff character who will not listen to reason and just does what he wants... Just does what he's doing. It's just hard to watch. It's like you just feel like, ugh. Speaking of movies, uh, okay. did, did you enjoy Thor? Uh, you were you were sitting very close to me. Yeah, I was sitting too Thor. far away from you to understand. See if you so. let me tell you what I enjoyed about Thor. Uh, we went we went to see Thor, and we went to see it at a movie theater that I have not been been at. And normally okay. uh, yeah. we got there a little early. Yes, so as you do, you go. Is there an arcade? And normally there's like eh, there's two pinball machines, and mm-hmm. eh, there's something there. It was a pretty good arcade. It was a good arcade. It was actually. a pretty good arcade. Uh, it was like a card swiping situation. You load up a card. You got some things. Uh, our friend Nina Matsumoto, who will be a guest on a future episode very shortly, uh, was there. She did some Dance Dance Revolution and is a mutant about it. It was amazing. <laughs> she looked like, you know those, they used to do the thing where they have like an articulated doll and then they would suspend it over a stick and the person would hit the yep. stick and the yep, doll would like bounce up those, and down? Yep. Yeah, that's what she looked like. Mr. Limberlegs, yeah. That's what she looked like. And I, I just imitating now, her. Now, are you insulting her right now? Because of course I am. Because you have to answer that, answer that next week. Totally an insult. First of all, you're going to have to answer for all of your anti-Asian <laughs> apple uh, comments. And, what did and I say then, about apples? You said, fuck them Asian apples yeah. is what you said. That's what I did say. Uh, and uh, Aging apples, I think you. Aging mis- apples. Yeah, I think you misheard me. Oh, well, so there you go. Yeah. And uh, and and now you're making fun of the way she danced on there, which I thought was amazing. We were all just we were we were standing back, mm-hmm. me, my 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 wife and my uh, sister in law, uh, and we we're like, "Holy Moses, I know. so good!" She was complaining <clears throat> because one of the steps was a little stiff or wasn't yeah. reacting properly, yeah. so she was only getting like an A instead of an A plus. <laughs> yes, I was imitating her for the benefit of my daughter, and just the the few seconds of my imitation, I was I was exhausted. My legs were ready to give out, so I. How she does it, I don't know. Good, good, good honor. Good, good honor. My my yes. my sister in law. What an achievement! Played one of her favorite games. Oh, uh, like we last time, a couple of times we've gone to this other mall. They have this uh, Star Wars game that's encapsulated. You sit in there and it like bounces you around and you yeah, shoot yeah. things. And uh, last couple of times we've gone there, it's been broken. So like, oh, we don't get to go and do that. That's too bad. But they had it there, not the bounce you around, but just the game. And uh, she tried to blow up. Um, well, I tried to blow up the Death Star. No dice. Yeah. Uh, Empire won. Sorry about that. And then she tried to like <laughs> uh, fight on Hoth. Again, yes. good day for the Empire. The Empire won as well. Mm-hmm. But still a very fun game. Then you uh, took a ball and knocked down a bunch of clowns. And it was amazing. Just some guys walking by. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you they, clowns. They had a game like you'd have in a midway. Yes. Uh, where all these uh, cl- cloth clowns are uh, standing up yeah. looking at you like, oh, you jerk. <laughs> And you just took the, the series of balls and just went, just was devastating. 
It was like, this guy has uh, played some spike ball. This guy <laughs> has been practicing, is aiming and knocking things down. It was really impressive. Oh, thank you. Like, the movie Thanks. was really good, but my favorite part was the arcade beforehand. It was just like, oh, this is really fun. Is that right? Really? Yeah, and then my wife did skee ball and did really great at skee ball. And I was like, That's oh, this true. is really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. And we uh, played the pinball machine as well. Yes. That was fun. We played, what was the, what was, was Metallica. Metallica pinball it wasn't machine. Wasn't the best, wasn't the best pinball no, when it, I ever. it didn't have enough business. It didn't do very much. No, the ball would go up and then it would come back down. Yep. And, and then it would go up. And then the machine would occasionally complain about Napster. And you're like, this is out of date. <laughs> this is out of date. <laughs> we did make some Napster yeah. references. This little electric Napster guy would come in uh, on the screen and just go, would you like to play the game for free? And Metallica would go, hey, man, leave us alone. <laughs> chase no, away, I'll yeah. let you play the game for free. That's right. So anyway, we did that. So good good times had by all. We won enough tickets to get like a dice, little foam dice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, I forgot what the other thing we got. but it was, Oh, a flashlight, which actually has come in handy. Oh, that's good. Uh, so that that's was good. good. And then we went to see Thor, which was not in 3D, which was a real blessing. Yes, because, I much prefer... Oh, God, I hate the 3D well, particularly so as a glasses wearer, I have to say that 3D is is not that not that great because you don't you, your peripheral vision is really removed. It's removed anyway through in 3D, but it's mm-hmm. really taken away. And if you're not doing IMAX, what are you doing? Like IMAX, I understand because it's so beautiful. Yeah, the effects are so great. But the other one, just regular, eh, it's a little bit, and then you lose it about 20 minutes in. You don't notice nothing. Nothing comes at you. There's no shock. Yeah. Anyway. And also, so, if things are done too quickly, your eye can't perceive 3D. Like if it's like during action sequences, your eye can't perceive the, the 3D anyway. So. And it's going to make movies in the future. You're going to look back on these movies because 3D will be gone by then because we'll have gone, fuck that. <laughs> uh, but you're going to look back at these movies and they're going to all have these weird scenes where things are leaning towards the camera and coming at the camera. <laughs> it's going to be clear that these were shot in 3D and it's yeah. just going to taint yeah. movies from now. Well, the, the Thor, for instance, I've seen very few movies that were filmed in 3D. Like most films have a three, or go through a 3D conversion. Right. So they're filmed this in 2D and then then they're converted. So I don't know even know if, how much they concentrate on right. having stuff, you know? Like I know when we watched um The Force Awakens, we saw that in 3D. Mm-hmm. And I remember there's a scene where the the Star Cruiser is floating there and it actually was coming out of the screen because it's just a, you know, it's just a still shot basically yeah. of a of this destroyer story, whatever they're called, in space, and then it's felt like almost felt like when I I was um, I also saw Tintin in 3D. When I, there's a little boy in front of me, and he reached out to touch something. Of course, it wasn't there, but he just couldn't help himself, and he reached out to touch it. And I almost felt like doing that with this, like reaching out, just touching the tip <laughs> of the the, dist- the star. Are they called the destroyer? I don't know what they're yeah, called. Yeah, star destroyer. Okay. What if you reached out and you could touch it? Wouldn't that be terrifying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. terrifying. You realize there's a real star destroyer in the room. <laughs> but small. Yeah. They're all small people. Yeah, that's true. You could probably take care of yeah. them in a fight. Just pick it up and throw it on the ground. <laughs> Shake them up a bit. See, see, to me, I get that that's like a nice effect, right? And you're like, oh, that's an effect. But to me, that almost takes you out of the movie. Now you're not watching mm. it as a movie. You're watching it as a ride. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It would be great for a ride. Well, I, agree, I agree with you. I don't think it's... Uh, I think 3D will... I mean, but that's what movies have to do, though, because no one wants to go see them. And so they have to become an event. Mm. And so they're doing it in different ways. One is to make like VIP lounges so people can lounge right. around and watch a movie. And then another way is to make it into a, an event. So, so the sort of whatever, you know, what these, the big giant blockbuster films become the go-to movies because they're in 3D, because they're an event, because 
it'd be more satisfying to see them in a theater than watch them on a, your, your TV Whereas, screen. Yeah, that's what I always think when I'm watching a movie in the theater. I like watching it with people. I yeah, like me that. Too. That's the yeah. nice reaction. Yeah. But the picture to me is like, well, this is going to be better on my TV. It's going to be crisper on my TV. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to see it better. Uh, so, you know, the experience of being in a theater, I still love. Yeah, me too. But, you but, know. But we're, I, we're trained that way. But, hell, wait, oh, it seems, oh, do we have a phone call we coming in? We have a phone call coming in. Just one second. Let's All right. check in with our expert here. Hey, sweetie. Uh, would you mind coming on the show for a second and talking about an ambrosia salad? Okay, just one second. I'm just going to put you on speaker, okay? All right, so you, you're you on the show. This is Eve. Okay. You're on the show now. Hi. Uh, just, let me just put my headphones on so I can hear you. So you, you are our resident expert on ambrosia salads because I believe you make them. Yeah. You make them, right? Yeah, I, just... I do make them occasionally. Occasionally? So what what is yeah. what is in what is in an ambrosia salad? An ambrosia salad has uh, cool whip. Oh, cool uh, whip. Yogurt. Usually people put vanilla yogurt. I put plain yogurt because cool whip's gross and already super sweet. <laughs> okay. Um, then it has coconut, mm-hmm. like shredded. Okay. Um, marshmallows like the mini ones. Yeah. Mandarin oranges and like pineapple tidbits. Oh, this is the most terrible thing I've ever heard. But it's the most popular salad. It's, salad. It's, I, it's put a, that in quotation marks. <laughs> You're putting salad in quotation marks? Uh, that's yeah. a good idea because it's not, I don't know if it counts as a salad when it's basically more of a dessert, more of a fruit yeah, dessert. Is. Yeah, yeah. But it's the most popular salad. I was trying to tell that to yeah, Ian and he wouldn't believe me. Ian, you can join the conversation. Yeah. Ew. I, 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 I had someone once order an ambrosia salad and then they went... Uh, yeah, salad. And I was like, okay, I don't know why you're judging me. You're the one ordering it, by the way. So, like, sorry. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Even they recognize that it's the most ridiculous yeah. thing ever. It's not quite as horrible. It's not quite as horrible as the Jello mold salad, but it's up there. And it's up there, yes. And I don't know if it ever sells. I did see someone buy one the other day, though. What the Jello mold salad? Yeah. Oh my gosh. They must have been uh-huh. old. They must have been old, though. Yeah, they are. I mean, they last for forever. I think. I check the expiration dates on them usually. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, dear. Well, thanks very much for that. Right. Uh, for your expertise. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's. that's it's terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where Where are you right now? Where are you? I'm um, just uh, leaving the hospital. Oh, okay, okay. Because you because yeah. you volunteer there. Well, just point that out. You're not. You're I volunteer, not. Yeah. You're not. I'm not like. Didn't break my leg or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. All right, dear. Not yet. <laughs> All, All right. right, sweetie. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, yeah, bye. Love you, sweetie. There she goes. What heck of a girl. I hope she doesn't bring ambrosia salad to the hospital. Yes. Uh, she's not a huge fan of it. Uh, like to me, tell. when I hear those ingredients, mm. what you're talking about there in those ingredients, yes. that's a smoothie. You just put it in a blender. <laughs> that's a damn smoothie, right? Yeah. It's the only so thing it's why missing. are you eating it? It's not quite a smoothie, though. Why? It doesn't have a banana. No, that makes it There's too healthy. There's no such thing as a, as a smoothie without no, a banana. That sounds, that sounds like you're making it way too healthy by adding the banana. Like, even the pineapple's probably leading it too <laughs> far down Health Boulevard. So, Cool Whip. Dear Lord. Yogurt. Yeah. As you've said, usually vanilla. So, what usually was it vanilla. originally? It must have originally been whipped cream. Yes. Because it would have been whipped cream. Yeah, did yeah, yeah. not have Cool Whip. That's exactly right. So, they've replaced it with a vegetable uh, oil based uh, treat. <laughs> it's more healthier that way. And then. Is it? <laughs> and then. Uh, what does, I, this, I like that. It, I like shaved the, coconut. Yeah, coconut. Pineapple. Marshmallows. 
I knew marshmallows were in it. To give you that, uh, give you enough hoof. Mandarin oranges. <laughs> Dear Lord. And then uh, pineapple tidbits. They make them like where 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 she works basically tidbits. Not even pineapple. Not even pieces of yeah. pineapple to give it some texture. Tidbits. The sweetest. Mm. Here's a weird oh thing. Oh my god. Here's the weird thing about how they how Again, they I'm make stuff. I'm sorry for bashing there. people's foods. I understand. We're gonna talk with Nina about this next week. I shouldn't bash. What a culture. But this is our culture. So yeah. we're bashing our own culture. <laughs> so that's not great. Is it our culture? Doing. Yeah. It's older people's culture. I, I think. know, but we grew up in it. We did grow up in it. In the midst of it. Right. I'm really. What is another thing that's like ambrosia, but it's not ambrosia, Poison. but it's like it's yeah, a it's a meringue. Syrup of it's the that. meringue one. What's the what's a meringue one called? It has Baked a name. Alaska? No, no, no. That's terrible too. But no. Um, uh, you got to describe more than meringue. There's meringue. It's like a hard, like a crust, like a hard crust meringue that you just and it has like a maybe a Russian sort of a name. Okay, and what's inside it? I don't think very much. I don't remember now. I've had it one time and I was horrified. Okay. Do you like not like meringue on your best days? Do you like a lemon meringue pie? I like a lemon meringue pie. This is a hard meringue. It's mm-hmm. not a it's not a soft. Yeah, that's a weird thing. When I've had meringue where it's stiff, like hard meringue, mm. you're like, oh, you've ruined meringue, which is one of the most delicious things in the world. Yeah, yeah. I would say I as a kid, I even liked meringue more than I liked icing. Like you gave me a choice of those two mm. things, meringue mm. all the way. Really? Because my dad used to make this thing that was a chocolate pie. And we had meringue on it. So, yeah. so whenever you got it, you thought it was a lemon meringue pie because you didn't know. You couldn't see. Yeah. And you cut it open. It's chocolate pie. We're all like, oh, my God. We <laughs> loved a lemon, but a chocolate is amazing. Yeah. And we loved it so much. You would get the size of a piece of pie that you would get for a lemon meringue pie. Yeah. But you can't take it. You can't eat it all. It's devastating. <laughs> it's the only dessert I ever had where you just had to stop and just went, oh, that's all I can eat. Yeah. I can't have any more. Wow. And if you did, you just had to lie on the floor for a while until... Until you could move again, it was so rich. What I like about the lemon meringue pie is it is it's uh, it's very eco- economical. It, like it uses all of the egg, because you use the yolk for the meringue yes. or for the sorry, you use the yolk for the for the pie filling, right? And then you use the whites for the. Uh, do you do the, the sheriff's meringue. or do you do like your own recipe? I do my own recipe. Okay. Yeah. not my own recipe. I use I use the what I have always called the book of all knowledge, which is a Betty Crocker cookbook. Just because if you want to know, like, how do how do you make scalloped potatoes? Like, you don't know when you first start no? cooking uh, when you're... Terrible uh, mistakes you could make. When you're, when you're an early, like, young parent and you're starting off with this whole cooking cooking thing, you know. Because I didn't really cook at home. My mom yeah. made dinner and, and, you know, I was a spoiled brat. So I got, just got people making me food. You know what I used to be able to make and mm. I just can't make anymore? What's that? Rice pudding. I used to be able to make a good rice pudding. Oh, really? I just can't do I've it never anymore. made one. I've always wanted to try. I love rice pudding. Yeah, me too. But it's, I'm alone in that in the house, fantastic. I think, so... Do you put a little nutmeg on top? Mm, yeah, you, you better. Gotta, yeah, you, you better. better. <laughs> get, the, get your shit right. No, I love I love rice pudding, and I it was something that was inexpensive to make yeah. when I was really broke, and mm. so it was like that be like the treat, and it would make the whole place smell great. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah, you'd make some rice pudding up, and then I've tried to make it over the last couple of years, and just like. Really? No dice. Did you, when you made it, like, I've read the recipe and it's hard for me to remember now. I read it in Betty Crocker, of course. And it seems like, like, you have to, like, cook it in, in a pot, in a pot kind of idea, like where it's got, like, in water and. Oh, maybe. Is that what is that? Is the, is I've never the... cooked it that way. No. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm, I might be thinking of something different then. I'll, I'll check out the recipe and when I, I get may, home. I may, I may try it again. We'll see what happens. I'm trying to tone down the sugar, so I've, I've been doing a lot of desserts mm. lately. Mm. But, uh, I may give that a, I may give that a shot again. Because yeah. I do enjoy a rice pudding. I've been doing. I'm not doing it super strict, as you can see, because I'm drinking a Coke. I don't want to give up my weekly uh, Coke during the show, but I'm doing like a no sugar November right now. Oh, okay. Sort of as a as a as a sort of a build up towards Christmas time when I know I'll be having an all sugar December. 
Understood. <laughs> and that's what that time that's what that time of the year is for. So I am all I'm all happy. And so yeah. I didn't want to do it in October when, you know, Halloween stuff's going on. But I yeah, did it the day it after Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, doing yeah. it on Halloween just is like forget it. But but don't you have like some candy left over from Halloween? I did and I didn't eat it at all. What happened? We had like it? a bowl full of chocolate. I think Eve ate it all. <laughs> did she take it and put it in an ambrosia salad? She might have. I don't wouldn't blame her if she did. Is it in the salad area? Like is it like mm -hmm. around other yeah. salads? You got your potato salads, mm -hmm. your your whatever that kind of noodle salad and stuff yeah. like that, and then boop. Right Feels there. like the other salads are just looking at the ambrosia salad <laughs> and just going, Fuck you. But most popular. That's the weird part of it. I wonder if it's because okay, I wonder if this is the reason. Like, if you want to make a potato salad... Because it's sweet. Well, not necessarily. Here's what I think. Okay. It's like, a potato salad, you can make that at home. It's not hard to make potato salad. It's a bit of work, but yeah. Is it? Because you boil the potatoes. Boil the eggs. Boil the, you have to oh, shell the eggs. Oh, you're doing eggs as well? Yeah, you got to do eggs in sometimes a potato salad. Sometimes you do eggs, sometimes you do not. You do not. That's not a potato salad, then, if it doesn't well, have eggs I'm in it. I'm afraid, David, yeah. that you will find eggless potato salad uh, next you to the potato You know what that's called? Salad. Cold potatoes. That's what that's called. Oh, so, sir. Well, I never. Uh, okay, but how hard is it to boil a damn egg? No, you're right. You can even boil the uh, egg the oil, boiling with is easy. the potatoes, if yeah. you don't mind that. Yeah, you don't yeah. go, this has been up a chicken's uh, business. <laughs> uh, and boil it up and, yeah. and then mix it all together. And then, and then you add your flavorings and you're uh, fine. Do you put a little uh, green onion in there? Or do you? Mm, yeah, okay, some and celery. Put, uh, and, uh, sal celery? Yeah. Nice. Um, you were so close to just making tuna salad. No. Uh, uh, and then you put your mayonnaise. I don't put uh, tuna salad. I don't put celery in. I put are you, are you sweet pickles. Or Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip and sweet pickles in a tuna salad. Feels like Miracle Whip already. Okay, I don't begrudge you your sweet pickles, but it feels like Miracle Whip. It's got that pickliness already. Like they sure. add a little zip of new dab in. I always pour a little bit of the brine in as well. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I want a wet tuna salad. Live it. Oh, well, that sounds terrible. A wet chicken salad. <laughs> chicken salad? Tuna salad. Tuna salad. Yeah. You want a wet tuna salad? Well, this I just want it to be moist. I don't want it to be like kind of dry and crumbly. I want it to have like a like a paste, pasty quality to it rather than a... Okay. Fair enough. Why? What, do you like like a dry tuna salad? Like almost like it came out of the can? I just the idea of a wet tuna salad sounds well, really disturbing. Well, you know, yeah. I, I, maybe I should have said wet. Maybe I should have said I like a moist tuna salad. Does that do sound better? Do you have it? Okay, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Do you have it on toasted bread or plain bread? Uh, my personal favorite is uh, plain white bread with uh, iceberg lettuce. Mm -hmm. And of course, it goes without saying that you should add some potato chips to that. <laughs> On your sandwich, just to give it that extra crunch. It's but not that it goes without saying. It goes without saying. <laughs> Everybody knows I that. Think the reason it goes without saying is you shouldn't say it. Uh, but I also really like a um, like a grilled so that, tuna fish sandwich. Okay, so that gives you a crunch. That gives you the crunch that mm, you want. In there. I like the crunch. I like. Uh, I'm not a big fan of toasted sandwiches. But um, how about a grilled sandwich? I like a grilled sandwich. Yeah, I, like, a, I like a grilled like a softer sandwich. But I do like a toasted tuna sandwich. It gives mm. it that. Uh, Nice uh, crunch but to it. Even better than that, I love a, a grilled uh, salmon salad sandwich. Do you enjoy a tuna melt? You're not <sighs> a big fan of the cheese. Yeah, I find it a little bit, it's a little mouth, like top of the mouth problem. I find there's some people I know. <laughs> you and people, find I, people. people I love. All right. Good people. Sure. If you add cheese yeah. to fish, yeah. uh, messes them up, they don't like it. They don't like it? Really disturbs them. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, have you not enjoyed a filet of fish sandwich, my friend? And they're like, no, I do not. And they're like, oh, well, then we're very different people. Yeah, very different. Because I do enjoy uh, a filet of fish sandwich quite a bit. i got to call you on this. How many years has it been since you had one? Oh, how many years? Yes. How about how many weeks? Is in, 
not last week because we did go out for dinner, for dinner uh, the last time that we didn't go out for, din- for dinner together yeah. when we did a show i i had mcdonald's with it and we're not doing f- that today so are you going to mcdonald's again i might okay just because in past discussions we have had yeah about mcdonald's yep you have said and when I brought something up, you've gone, I will not have that. I'll tell you what I'm going to have. I'm going to yeah. have a Big Mac. Why is that? Because I very seldom go to McDonald's. So when I go to McDonald's, yeah. I want a Big Mac. Oh, Am I, is this not I, true? Did I say that I didn't have a Big Mac as well? Because I had a Big Mac as well. <laughs> and a filet of fish okay. The filet of fish was just the, uh, the after. This and the truth thing. will out. Oh, yeah. Now, speaking I cannot uh, not have a Big Mac. That would be crazy. Okay. Now, ch- speaking of chicken salad, let's yes. get, let's get so, this happening now. Let's get it done. Uh, do we have any Chick Talk this week? Well... Uh, if we do, we'll have to do the opening. If we don't, oh, okay. Um, let's we'll just do a little short one. So ready? Okay. Chick talk. Chick talk. Um, because it's kind of it's kind of you know business as usual. But what's yeah. exciting to me is that I have finished. What's clucking, Dave? What's clucking? <laughs> is I finished all four sides of the chicken run thing. So this weekend. Uh, the problem is it's dark when I get home now, so I can't like go in the backyard. And, now, did and... you make this a complete tribute to the movie Chicken Run? Nick Park's Chicken yes, Run. Yes, it's uh, I have a model of Mel Gibson's chicken uh, character in inside the Chicken Run itself. Right. Uh, and I would have the other chicken in there as well, but I don't know who played the the female character. Mm. I can vague, you know, I think I know who it is, but I can't quite remember her name. She's okay, we British know actress. we know someone who's friends with Nick Park. Mm. We can get his phone number. Yeah, we'll get you to call. We'll call. We'll call another expert. Do you want to call him? Call we him now. Call, can, call him can. up now, dear. I'll uh, go I, ahead. Give him I call. don't have his phone number. I'll I'll dial it for you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> who's this? What was the name? Do you know oh, the hour? Is... Do you know the hour it is? I'm gonna check Big Ben out my window. <laughs> no, oh. <laughs> It's Tuppence Pat's past five. Oh, my apologies. I've got to get up and make grind the tea in, in an hour. That's what you do when you're British. What's it? Who are you? Is this a long distance call? This is a long distance call. So we're wasting precious, I'm an animator. precious gold. I'm Nick Park. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Thank you for taking the call today. No problem. Well, uh, mate, uh, where are you from? <laughs> well, I'm calling from Western Canada. What's that? It's it's a country. And is that part of Guam? It's part of Guam, indeed. Yes, I don't want to. I don't want to confuse them, everyone. So we'll just go along with this. Yes, it's part of Guam. Do you mind if I have a little breakfast while I'm Please. talking to you? I've got big ambrosia salad. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most popular salad in all England. I've heard that, Nick. Popping hot I've cup, that. cup of tea that I'll be is sitting it? in. That's how we buy. Just a tea. quick question about the ambrosia salad. Sure. <laughs> is it anything for a Guamian? <laughs> Is it any different here in North America, for instance? We, ours is made with Cool Whip. Cruel Whip. Cool Whip. You use a Cruel Whip we, to beat <laughs> the flavors in. That's right. All right. We, we have uh, yogurt. Yogurt's nice. It gives, uh, that, that helps you. That helps Jamie cut his poop. <laughs> we have, I don't know how you know that, Nick. But that's amazing that we you're get that all close. your commercials. Oh, okay. And then. Uh, uh, it's got marshmallows, little marshmallows. Ah, made with the horse's hooves. Mm. Delicious. The only way you eat a horse and don't feel guilty about it. Good for you. <laughs> the, uh, Some say nay. Mandarin orange. A matin orange? Mandarin a orange. Matted orange. <laughs> a matted orange. Just mat it down in a rug. Just peel it up. <laughs> and then have some oh, of that shag. Some uh, coconut. Coconut, yes. And... Everyone says it's healthy, and then they say it's not. <laughs> then they say it is. Then they say it's not. Coconut oil, it's the worst. It's, coconut it's oil, not. it's the best. It's not healthy. Not, a, not no, healthy no. at all. No, no, not Especially not for those poor monkeys that have to go climb the tree. It'll get Drop give it you down a, on you. Yeah. Land on your head. Give you a terrible sunburn. And then, um, last thing. Yeah. 
pineapple tidbits. So in England, yeah. do you do anything different? Yeah, you have we a, do. We oh, do. We, do. Oh. Uh, we have uh, what you call a jolly cake. A jolly cake. A jolly cake. And you okay. grind it up. And it's called a jolly cake because during the war, yeah. it was all we could eat. Is that right? And it was a cake made of anything we found on the street. Okay. Ground bits of glass, <laughs> sure. bit of brick. Uh, a crashed, uh, a crashed Nazi plane. Wow! We'd mix it all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, take your sugar rations, and you just mix it all together, and you bake it, and a whole neighborhood would smell of roasted Nazi. <laughs> and we loved it. And they they replicate it now. Yeah, they replicate it. It's all yeah, chemicals it's, now. It's all it's this, it's artificial flavoring now. Right, right. Yeah, That's what yeah. we have. Mm. Uh, and uh, we have clotted cream. Yeah. And that is cream that we mix with human blood yes. until it clots. <laughs> That's very good. Mix that yeah. in. Yeah. Just rid it all about. Mm-hmm. And you know, instead of a instead of a pineapple, we have what you call a googly melon. Oh. Yes. Very British. Yes. Yeah. Which is actually a, a, a testicle of a rhinoceros. Oh, I thought- <laughs> That was going to be a cricket ball, but okay, this is... Oh, we do. We grind cricket ball okay, on top. Okay, so... And that's what we put together. Yeah. And oh, boy, there's no better way in the morning to wake up than a big ambrosia I, salad. I didn't realize that rhinoceros were so... Uh, so were so many rhinoceros in England. I didn't realize that they were... Uh... No, there's only one. Oh. But it keeps growing it back. <laughs> it's magical rhinoceros. Some say it's cruel. Yeah. Some say it's right, but as long as you don't take the horn, no one knows. You know, I'm wondering now if this is a rhinoceros or maybe it's a unicorn. It sounds sort of magical. How do you tell the difference? It sounds sort of magical. Well, here's the thing about uh, uh, the difference between the two. Yeah. Uh, Only virgins can touch a unicorn. A rhinoceros. Right. And only perverts can touch a rhinoceros. (laughs) It works. So only perverts can be hired to uh, farm, to. It's harvest, all registered sex offenders. Harvest testicles. But you know, the nice thing about Mm, it is they all need a job. Yes. So they can't say no. They can't. Otherwise, what would they do? Go on the dole? Well, they go to jail. Go to jail. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Spelt. How do you spell jail there? Jail? Yeah. Uh, G-A-O-U-L. Wow, ghoul. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what's your question, mate? <laughs> so uh, my question is... What's this for, by the way? This is, is this a, a radio show? That's right. We're doing... A, a, <laughs> is this like the BBC of Canada? This is, this is yes. This is what we call the uh, CCB. CCB. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so the question we have for you is, yeah. uh, who did the yeah. voice... Yeah. Of the female yep. chicken, the lead chicken character yep. in Chicken Run, Dame Judge Judy, Dame Dame Judge Judge Judy Dench. That's oh, oh, oh yes, yes. She does a show here. Yes. It used to be called Dench on the Bench. Yeah, okay, <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks very much for that. Oh, any time, uh, except when I'm sleeping. You son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, we're gonna let you go now. All right. We're good gonna, luck. We'll say goodbye. Good, luck, good, good, good night to you, Nick. All right. Take take care. Pip pip. Say say hello to all the, the all the Britons that you see. All right. Give them a, a greeting from Sneaky Dragon. I hope you all enjoy Sean the Sheep, even though none of you get the pun in the name. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a nice conversation with Nick oh, Park. That was great. I, used, I just used that time to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad. Uh, we've talked to him before. Right. Not on the show, obviously, but just we've had like we obviously. I know he seemed. Like he was upset that we called, but oh, did that was upset? it was just part of it was just part of the the, the gag because okay. we obviously talked to him earlier, mm-hmm. prearranged this, and yeah. he knew we were calling. Right. And what's uh, the gag with uh, Sharon the sheep? What is the gag? Yeah. With uh, what's the pun? Well, I think that uh, it's the show is done very inexpensively, <laughs> and so sheep sounds a lot like cheap. Sounds good. Yeah, I love it. 
<laughs> okay, back <laughs> to me writing something. I'm just drawing a picture of a sheep. Oh, okay. Fine. Okay. I thought you were like, oh, I'm gonna make a note of this. Okay, so you Dumb. are building your chicken run thing uh, <clears throat> as a tribute to uh, Judge Dame Judy Dench. Uh, on the actually, bench. it's a tribute to nudity. But anyway, the so I've got all four sides like hammered, you know, or screwed together. Mm-hmm. All the meshes on on them. I've got a. I've made a, like a little a uh, little um, stand for the coop to go on. Oh, cool. That is also uh, has the mesh around it. And so the idea is that <clears throat> the four sides come around and then they join with the stand that this coop is on. And so then the coop opens up into the run and the, the chickens can mm, go down. Cool. Hopefully down a, a, a walkway. And, and uh, to be honest with you, um, Queenie can't go down a walkway. She can go down a walkway. But backwards. But she goes down backwards and it just falls off of it. So mm. we'll we'll have to make sure that we... It's a it's fairly high up now, but it's supposed to be high up so that they're they're uh, safe from from animals. So right now they're not really safe from animals. Not that there's any so far. Fingers crossed, there hasn't been any kind of like dangerous animals walking around. Yeah, knocking on wood. Uh, and I'm not because there are the cats don't seem to uh, be too interested in in, in trying trying right. trying the uh, especially with noisy. I mean noisy you just would sit on them and that would be the end of the cat. So <laughs> so yeah, it's um. But other than that, uh, Queenie is amazingly strong like she still you know still has some trouble with with her right neck and i think really i think her right neck is a reaction to um to te- like if she's stressed out if she's like approached by a giant walking human yeah she'll she'll get scared and her head will go down mm-hmm. um but when she's just walking around and you're not you know interfering with her she's fine she's just walks like a chicken she'll occasionally lose control of her head and it'll droop down right uh and that's you know and so I'm hoping once we have like a dry place for her to hang out in, she'll she'll be uh, better off there. And the way I planned it is that it it stretches out about ten feet out past the coop and goes onto our lawn a little bit. So they'll have a bit of grass and then they'll have some dirt and stuff. And then uh, I built a little um, kind of a box in the bottom of the stand, and I'd like to put um, some uh, special sand in there that they use to clean themselves. Because in order to keep them free from uh, like ticks and lace and mites, all the rest of it, yeah, yeah mites, mites is a good word. Uh, they need to bathe, like have dust baths. Right, so, so yeah, so that's. Um, is there less of that in the winter time? I don't really know. Okay. I haven't. Yeah, we had to treat Queenie because she can't because of her right neck. She has trouble like picking herself yeah. and 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 stuff. So we'll probably have to continue to like ourselves apply like the dust bath to her. But but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm pretty excited. So uh, on Saturday, maybe Friday evening, we will um, put put it all together, like square it up, and then screw right. all the sides together. And then I'll have to put the top, the roof on it. Then that's kind of the last thing I need to do. But I can't start doing that until I have it all. Where do you get the Where do you get the uh, the the sand from? Is it special sand you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Chicken um, sand. Yeah, you can get it from like a like a chicken like a like a I don't want to say chicken, but a, like a place that. You know, provides you with animal feed and stuff like that. Oh, so okay. yeah, like was... we have otter co-op in our in our neighborhood, and there's also country oh, okay. feeds. And I was, like was kind of yeah. curious where where you get that yeah. kind of stuff from because it's not a traditional a pet no, store. By no, no, it's not in a, probably in a pet store. But we're out in the country, so there's lots of feed stores and and what's what not around. So they Neat. they have those sort of things. They have chicken feed and all that kind of stuff. So and bedding and and all the things that we need to to do. And what'll be nice when it's the coops higher up too is it'll be easier for us to scoop out all the all the the shavings and, and things that need to get yeah scoop the poop my only um yeah if i'd built the coop myself i would have made if i would have done it a little differently but that's fine i would have put like a linoleum floor in it so that it's easier to clean rather the wood you know it's, it's going to get stained and smelly 
Uh, but oh well, that's life. Nice. I didn't. I didn't build it. <laughs> I just uh, made the rest. Yeah. So when it's all when it's all together, I, I'll take a picture. At least when it's um, all connected together, mm-hmm. even if the roof's not on yet, I'll. I'll um, because I'm a bit concerned how am I going to do the roof exactly. Like we're at it. Just, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, you, me, the whole thing ask, I just like make up as I go along. This seems, so. this seems like a long shot. But uh, listeners, has anyone out there built a chicken coop before? Any of you? Have you done it? This do is you, not a chicken coop. The chicken coop is yeah, finished. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. But, uh, have, you, have you built anything like this before? If so, let us know. Have you got any yeah. tips? Tips yeah. or advice? Yeah, tips and advice is great, but... Um, just so you know, I'm already done all four sides. Just of it. rub it in then. Yeah. So Tell it's more, it wrong. more of a case of rubbing it in like, oh, you should have prepared it this way. And I'll be like, you know what? You're right. I should have done that. But I didn't because I didn't think about it. Because yeah. pretty much the whole thing is just me like making it up as I go along. And uh, I get to a point and then I stand back and go, huh, how do I, what am I going to do here? Yeah. So so I feel like I'd, I've done pretty well. I made a few errors that were fixable. Live and learn? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and we'll live and learn, but the chances of me doing this again are very slim. Have you ever thought of uh, taking one of them sand baths yourself instead of like a shower in the morning? No. Just give yourself a little rub down with the sand. Just No, that's not appealing at all. Maybe is like that... a dry shampoo as we well. Have glass. Sand has glass in it. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or like particle, like glass, glass-like particles. Mm-hmm. Silica, I guess it would be. All right, fine. Just does ask sound, him. Does that sound appealing to rub on your skin? Depends how fast I have, it is. I have very sensitive skin. Like if I use like regular soap, I get I, I get a rash on my face. What uh, type of soap do you use? I use um like a Spectra gel or some kind of name like that. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I know it's a weird name. No, no. I was gonna come up with like it's, I use Sissy Boy. It's yeah. this uh, special soap that's uh, you yeah. know just delicate and thanks a lot. It's actually just made of paper. It's a block mm-hmm. of paper, and I just rub it on myself. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's a, that's such a cruel thing. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Dude, I've got many hey, special I'm a, soaps. I'm a guy. I'm fine with people uh, razzing. Okay. Good. I'm I'm glad you yeah. know, but it's, soap is important, and I I'm work, glad you're using. I work with other guys. If I didn't enjoy razzing, I would have a very very rough time of it. At As work. you see, that I, I'm I'm lazily growing a beard right now. Yes, I saw uh, that. That I'm probably going to keep until because uh, Fan Expo is tomorrow, so I might as well keep it. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm Why, just gonna going be, in disguise. I'm going to go walk. Well, nor, it's tough. It's like, how do you want to present yourself? Do you want to yeah. be the beard guy? Do you want to be the guy who has the dyed hair? Do you want to be the guys like this? The guys like that? I don't fucking know. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. Mm. But I've been I've been growing the beard just for the heck of it. Yeah. But like my skin under the beard just yeah. is a nightmare when it when you grow a beard. Yeah, it's just like so oily and so. Mm, yeah, and I know like the day that I shave the beard, I'm gonna have to hide from the public like a Phantom of the Opera for like two <laughs> to three days and just apply various balms mm. and ointments to get yeah. my skin back. How to, about like, some unguents? Yeah, a little undulant, uh, undulant. Uh, yeah, and I'm just like, oh, how do people do this? What do they do? How does their skin survive this? You know, well, I, they they have heartier skin than us, and less oily and less oily skin. But here's the great thing about oily skin, everybody. If you have oily skin and you suffered as a youngster from acne and you got made fun of with for your acne mm-hmm. and and things like that, and people pointed at you as you walked down the street and threw things at you from cars, and that was the mayor, <laughs> the mayor, <laughs> mayor of. Uh, we love Hitlerberg. Yep. Uh, the thing about it is, when you get older, you'll still have zits. You can't get rid of those. You, nope. have, oily, you have oily skin. Yeah. You poor sap. Yeah. But it makes you look younger. Mm-hmm. Acne is a young person's disease. So you're just like, people are looking at you, they're like, that guy can't possibly be 51. He must be 17. He's got zits all over his face. I'm like, I have zits all over my face because I sit up late eating potato chips. That's my problem. With my ambrosia salad. With my ambrosia salad. I mix them in. I like the crunch. 
but it keeps you, it makes you look a little younger. Like, you know, there was a guy at work, mm-hmm. kid at work. Admittedly, he was a kid. Uh, he thought I was uh, 35. There you go. That, that's the age you guess. And I said, you know what? I know you think that because I have zits all over my face, but no. Whereas I'm 51. I go to Shoppers Drug Mart. They ask if I want the seniors discount. But that's only because you're growing per- a beard. No, that's only because there's one person, and I think there's something about her where she's kind of age blind. Like there's something oh, okay. where I'm like, you, you know, when you see someone, and you're like, mm. oh, there's something going on here. Yeah. You don't know what it is, sure, and it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, we had a, we had a conversation about that once where I was like, well, you know, I come in like every di- every night to get something usually, and yeah. I just want to say, you don't have to ask me every night because it starts to hurt my feelings. <laughs> and uh, and and she went, well, I've got to I've got to ask. It's my job. I'm like, okay, I'm just saying, if there's a way you cannot ask. That would be better because it does hurt my feelings. And she did a sing-songy voice. She would, it only hurts the feelings of people who are sensitive about their age. (laughs) And it was like, well, that's mean. So I said to her, yeah, I am. That's why I brought it up. (laughs) And it was an awkward moment. Mm. And it was really awkward. And we didn't, and it was silence. And now it's been awkward ever since. It's great. Good times. At the Shopper's Drug Mart. But you like that it's silent now. Is she silent with you still? You know what? I just try to avoid her now. It's mm, weird. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you sounds like a relationship you ruined. It was a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, uh, I'm just trying to and if I just want to let you know this does bug me. Yeah. You know, I leave I leave going like, oh, <laughs> well, you know? What do you think of that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think without being vain, and I'm very vain. Sure. But I'm going to try and put my vanity to one side. podcast about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh the is it about me we've never made it clear that don't this podcast you? who this you? podcast is about you walked into to the podcast the... like you were walking onto a yacht and what did i do then uh you took a drink because an ambulance is oh, going by so everyone take a drink take a drink and then do do the gavotte yes you're gonna do a gavotte that's a strange that's a very strange rhyme there yacht and gavotte but anyway uh, maybe it doesn't. Mirror. Maybe I'm not totally age conscious because I have the opposite problem. It's not really a problem where people don't think I'm 51. Mm. They think I'm younger than that. Or if they find out I'm 51, they're like, "You're 51," and then you know I get down off of the uh, the the little uh, hobby horse that I'm riding on. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I am. Why didn't you think I was 51?" You know. You can come on. You can ride the hobby horse. No, I'm not going to ride it. I'm a grown up. But you know, like so, uh, you know, because I always say, like, I don't, I don't feel, you know, obviously, I'm not super. Oh my gosh, I'm getting a leg cramp. Sorry. Okay. It's just a. Uh, it was leg day at the gym today. So okay. I'm I was going to go. Do you need some water or something? No, it's all right. I'll just have a banana later. Um. Right. So. Uh, I lost my train of thought, but anyway, you were, you were, uh, you were saying uh, you're not self conscious about your age. Yeah. I, and it might, it could be just because people don't think I'm that age. So it's very easy for me to not be conscious of it. Right. I mean, I am conscious of the fact that I am 51, that I will never, ever be 25 again. And that is very depressing. By is the way. It? That's a depressing thing. Okay. Just the fact that you. Did you like 25? Well, I it wasn't great. I had cancer. But anyway. Yeah, was... I'm like, that's a weird age to pick. <laughs> Remember that time you're getting surgery, you're getting torn open, and you thought you were going to die? Yeah. I'm never going to have that again. But. Oh, dear. But I mean, you'll never have the, your youth again. You'll never be able to like bounce out of bed in the morning. You'll never, you know what I mean? Like all the things that you right. could do at one time in your so life. You, they, you were bouncing out of a bed you. in your parents' house. And it doesn't feel like it was, yeah. But it doesn't feel like you're, that you're that far removed from it at the same time. Like, like it doesn't seem like it was that long ago that you were, that we were in our twenties mm-hmm. and hanging around, wasting time. 
Well, as opposed to this. Yeah, this is very, very important business, sir. <laughs> drinking, a, drinking a Coke, <laughs> uh, doing uh, doing a fake radio show, just uh, goofing. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Okay. I'm like, got to work afterwards, otherwise we'd go out for burgers. Yeah. Yeah, it's radically different. <laughs> so different. Well, you, but you want to continue in your life. Okay. But you know what I mean, right? Like you, those, those days of like when we could have burgers mm-hmm. unselfconsciously. Okay. You know? That's true. We do cover our heads and eat them under napkins <laughs> uh, right. in shame well, at the white spot. You don't, I mean, we do, we do uh, wear sackcloth and ashes at our age. Because and we're I do eating... ring a bell and go, shame, yes, yes. shame when you order your fries. Mm-hmm. Because people, you know, we feel that. We feel like, you know, like if you go to McDonald's, we feel like, oh, people are, you know, oh, this guy's eating McDonald's. What a, what a slob, you know? So we're like, oh, I don't eat at McDonald's that much. Even if you ate there every day, you'd still say the same. I don't eat there that much. Yeah. Because we just feel, we feel guilty. You're not riding the grimace. <laughs> riding the grimace. But anyway, yeah, it's, uh, so maybe that takes a sting out of it when people don't think that, you, maybe, you know, maybe if people were asking me if I, you know, could get the uh, senior discount, then I would be uh, <laughs> a little more up in arms about and this it, idea. And really, that's the only time that happens. And it's, uh, there's two times that this is a thing. It's like, if I'm doing, uh, this leads to a bigger story. Uh, yeah, that's that I will this probably end up in this bigger store. Uh, but like, uh, I did, I did stand up at an open mic night like a couple of months ago. Okay, and uh, it was at a Yuck Yucks, and I haven't done Yuck Yucks in a while. And so I'm, I'm there with like a whole bunch of uh, young guys, right? Yeah, and they're all, you know, I'm gonna stand up, and they're all doing the stuff you do, pacing, a lot of pacing. Mm. And then one of the, we're, we're just talking. I'm talking to a guy. And uh, we're joking around and having a good time. It's all fine. And then he asked, like, how long I've been doing this for? And I told him, oh, that was a mistake. Because it was just like, I'm a crazy person. Yeah. I'm yeah. a crazy person. Like, I've been doing this since the 80s. That's insanity. That's insanity. I might as well have said I started in the Great Depression. Ridiculous. You know? I'm yeah. just, I'm just, I just, it was, it was ridiculous. It was just like, okay, you can't handle that. That makes no sense to you. Yeah. I totally understand. Mm. It's fine it's fine there's a bit of that like oh yeah right this is a number of years and that seems ridiculous and that's before you were born i get it i understand that yeah but you know it's always been something i've done off and on and off and on and uh and i was saying to pia actually last night that i i was having like a little micro uh because honestly there's really nothing that i that bugs me about being the age i am it really isn't it's like fine beats the alternative it's one one beats the alternative but also i can't think of another point in my life that i would like to return to and go like that's better than mm, now mm. so you know i'm fine anything that i would remove would change what i am now and i prefer to be what i am now so yeah. it's so it's fine but the one thing that was pissing me off a little bit was uh i do like the idea of doing stand-up and i want to do more stand-up yes that's maybe my one thing is like i wish i'd done more stand-up and i was uh and uh, here's here's where the story goes uh, I was uh, last night. I was watching Jan Derbyshire at a show called The Lady Show, and Jan Derbyshire is a local stand-up comedian who's since gone on to do many other things. But okay. we, you know, she started in Calgary, but I knew her in the '80s. We did theater sports together, and uh, this, that, and the other, and we both did kind of stand-up in the early '90s. Yeah. Okay. Great and name, she, by the way. Uh, Jan Derbyshire. Yeah. She's yeah, and a great person. Uh, so she was talking in this uh, in the show. She went like. You know, I used to do stand-up, and I was doing stand-up, you know, with the only other two female stand-ups who were like uh, Christine Lippa mm. and Janice Angaro, both of whom I've toured with, both of whom I'm friends with. And I was like, oh, I'm really relating to this story. And she went, yeah. the worst gig I ever did. Oh, this is interesting to me. And she went, <laughs> I was in Prince George, and I just had this cold flashback of like, oh, my God, I know exactly what you're going to say. And it was like the overdrive. And okay. it's this, the worst club 
like I've had a gun pulled on me and that was bad. Yeah. But like the overdrive was the worst club. Yeah. And that's in Prince George. And as she described it, which is true, there was half of a car sticking out of the front. Mm. Like it looked like a car. It was a car accident, yeah. you know, simulated. Yeah. And the, uh, over the door and, and, and above it, it said, get smashed at the overdrive. Wow. So it was like, go drunk, drunk driving yeah, go at the drunk overdrive. Driving. Yeah, yeah. And it was just a terrible club and it was. You know, uh, she went up and then just was getting the old show us your tits and she yeah, talked yeah. about how she did her thing. And when I went, I was going with a comic who was, you know, on the wagon, but not quite on the wagon. <laughs> and he had a tragic story and what happened. And I felt like I was going to have to do the whole set myself. And it was just incredibly cold. Like I would literally get beat up if I did a whole set by myself. Yeah. It was just really, really rough. And, okay. So there's that. And she was telling the story about this club. And I was like, oh man, that was the worst. And I thought, oh no, this other club was also the worst. Oh shit. All these clubs I did were the worst. And then... <laughs> Earlier this week, Brent Butt on his uh, the Butt Pod was talking about how he used to do a gig on the island, Vancouver Island, and he'd go and there'd be nobody there. Mm. And they'd still make him do the set and then it would fill up with people as he was performing. Ugh. But no one would listen because they'd come in and have yeah. not heard the set. Yeah. And then at the end of it, they, he'd get the money and he'd leave. And one, one time he went, what's the deal? Like, why do you not want... I could start an hour later when the people are here. And they went, oh, it doesn't matter. And he told the story of like what I learned recently too, yeah. which was, oh no, it doesn't matter that you're doing stand up. We get a variety license in, in, instead of this other license. Yeah. And what that means is we can stay open two hours later for the rest of the month, as long as once a month we have a stand up comic here. And we have a stand up comic because it could be any form of entertainment yeah. and you're the cheapest. Hmm. One person at a microphone or two people at a microphone is cheaper than a band, cheaper than strippers, cheaper than anything. Yeah. So we're going to have that. And that's why they did. So all of these clubs that I performed at, uh, what happened was the person who was booking the gigs would just go up to the the, the owners and go, we're going to have a stand-up come in. We don't want stand-up. Doesn't fucking matter. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to get two more hours a night for 30 nights a week. Yeah. So that's 60 more hours. So you're going to make so much more money selling booze that it doesn't fucking matter. Don't have them aim at the people. Have them in this corner where no one's going to hear. Just as long as they talk for an hour, yeah. it doesn't fucking matter. It's not a real show. Yeah. It was bullshit. <laughs> it was not a show. Yeah. We weren't lit. We were in front of a dartboard. There was, there was, there, but we thought it was a show. Yeah. And Brent thought it was a show. And we all thought it was a show. And Jan thought it was a show. And it didn't break them, but it broke me. Uh -huh. Because the equivalent, I've been, I've been thinking about this for a little while now and thinking like, it's like if your only experience dating was going out with people mm. that were paid to go out on dates, but were in no way interested in you. Yeah. And when you went on these dates, they ignored you, were violent, were hostile. Uh, really hated that you were there, but you kept getting asked out on these dates. Yeah. And you're going, I really want to meet someone, so I'm going to keep going. You would, you would get your spirit broken and not want to go out with, with mm. people anymore. You would think this is what romance is. Yeah. And then if you didn't know that they were getting paid to go out on these fucking dates, you know, and, the thing, and that's what it felt like to me. It was like, this was something I loved and wanted to do, and I didn't know that I was involved in this fucking scam, <laughs> you know? And and I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have gone and done shows where people didn't want to see shows or yeah. there wasn't and, and and I think of the effort I put into these things where I was going these six and eight and ten hour fucking drives to these clubs where no one wanted to fucking see you and like for for me it was fifteen to twenty minutes and for the other guy it was like almost an hour. Talk at nobody. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Shit. Yeah. And I did that over and over again for years to the point where and I've told this story before the only people that did well, and and uh, Jan was also talking. Oh, there's there's a side thing too. She was talking about how the guy who opened for her was named Mr. Smut because she okay. didn't want to say his name. And I'm like, oh fuck, I know that guy. <laughs> I did a play with him. 
he had just come out of prison and he would tell me stories when I was like a kid, like a, a kid is in like, I don't know, maybe it was like 16, 17. Yeah. And he would tell me stories about what they do to a young guy like me in prison. And they were really raunchy, sexual, disturbing fucking stories. Ugh. And he thought this was hilarious to make me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. So I knew exactly what he was fucking talking about. But anyway, that guy killed at this place. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the people that did the homophobic, horrible, racist shit would always destroy at these fucking places. And one night, uh, I, I was at the end of, a, or halfway through a tour, and yeah, again, the gay bashing, horrible, you know, this, that, and the other, racist, bullshit, sexist, yeah, fucking yeah. this uh, guy was basically being bought drinks and hailed as a hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went back to the hotel room that we were staying at, uh, and I just went to sleep, and he came in and turned on all the lights because he wanted to talk to me or something. I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to pretend to be asleep. Turned up the TV really loud, watched a horror movie really loud. I'm like, fuck. I, you know what? I'm not, I don't give a shit. I'm going to fucking sleep. And I actually sort of did go to sleep. And then I got woke up by beep. Okay. And it's because the national anthem had gone on. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, well, the guy's going to like have, the, I can't sleep. I've got to actually confront the guy now. This is great. Yeah. I, I get up. He's sitting up, mouth open, eyes wide open. And to me, uh, the way I usually present this is he's dead. Yeah. And I thought he was dead. Yeah. And the first thought that came to me was, good. I'm free of this fucking shit. Good. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And then I went, no, he's not dead. But there was there was a part of me then that even back when I was young and so stupid, I realized this isn't healthy, that I'm okay, that the guy that I'm with is dead. Yeah. And yeah. I'm thinking of it as a relief. I got to quit. Yeah. So I quit doing stand-up, and that's how I did mm. it. And what broke me was doing those fucking shows. Yeah, yeah. And so now that I'm wanting to do this again, firstly, I'm mad at those shows. I'm very mad at those shows for like... I'm trying to think like how many other comics they broke. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, and you were told by the older comics, well, this is what you got to do. It toughens you up. It's like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. To learn piano, you don't need a, people throwing rocks at your head while you're playing piano to play piano properly. Mm -hmm. Why would this be the fucking case? Yeah. That doesn't make you better. And also the comics, if it did make you better, all the comics that devastated, like just slayed on the road. I know all of them and none of them did well no, over no. time. No. So it's like, no, if it made you better, those people would be better. They're not. They, they, it was shit. It rewarded shit, horrible, racist shit. Yeah. It broke the spirits of, of good comics. It wasn't a real comedy show. It was a fake comedy show that was basically a scam to make money. And so now I'm, I want to do more stand-up, but I've got to... But I'm still scared of that because I feel like that's the next stage. Mm. Like if you do local shows, the next stage is doing the road, and I'm so road PTSD from, from that. It's yeah. like the worst, yeah. some of the worst times of my life. That I'm like, oh, I want to do stand up, but I just want to do stand up. And I want to just, I want to do stand up not to be a professional stand up, but I want to do stand up because there's material I want to fucking do. And so it's, I've just been trying to figure that out lately. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So. so when you came back from, you know, like you say, it broke you. Yeah. When you came back into town, there was no places that gave you an opportunity to actually do you, do a show with a receptive audience, with a, about was that the scene time, not, was the scene not was, a lot of... Okay, here's what was going on. Yeah. We had Punchlines, mm -hmm. and that's where I started. Yep. And then Yuck Yuck showed up and was a, comp, a competitor of Punchlines mm -hmm. and and then drove Punchlines out of business. Yep. So about, that stink. So about this time, I, Punchlines was gone, so that wasn't an option anymore. And the comedy market had gone, kind of cooled down a bit, too, and I think that was part of the... Well, the boom... Yeah, there was the boom and the bust, yeah. but you know, if you still want to do stand-up, you still want to do stand-up. Mm -hmm. The problem with Yuck Yucks was if you were in any way okay at stand-up and weren't just doing the amateur nights, they would sign you to a contract 
you'd have to sign a contract. And to sign a contract, you'd have to be exclusive mm. to Yuck Yucks, which would mean I couldn't do sketch elsewhere. I oh, couldn't okay. do improv elsewhere. Oh. I couldn't do all this other stuff elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. And so that didn't interest me at all. Yeah. Uh, also, other people I know had signed that contract, and what they would do was give you a lot of work up front to, you know, listen, so six months of like, you're just making money hand over fist, yeah. but then you're not the new guy anymore, and they, they give the gigs to the other person, and now you're just locked into this contract, can't work anywhere, and you're fucked. Right. So I didn't want to sign up for the contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Did not realize that. Yeah. Didn't realize. So it was a kind of a, so I just went to doing more sketch and improv and concentrated on that. And comics. And comics. Yeah. And, and again, just recently, it's just been more interesting. It's been kind of interesting, the idea of stand up again, because I've liked so much stand up that I've seen lately. And it just, it's, mm-hmm. feels like there's some material I'd like to do that uh, would be best in that format. So I got to figure out how to do that. Do you want to do kind of a freeform storytelling style, or do you want it to be uh, more of a jokey joke sort this of thing? This is the thing. I'm writing both types of things, okay. so maybe mix it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. We'll see how it goes. You're welcome. I'll come and see all your shows. I'll sit in the audience. That's nothing and... Nothing better than having a friend in the audience. <laughs> friend, it makes right all the shows great. Hey, hey, guys. I've got a persona I'm putting on. Oh, there's someone who knows me, and oh, he's judging my persona. That doesn't go. Yeah, it doesn't really help you at no. all. I, again, we've talked about it on this show, but I always love that you were able to see the difference between what I did and what it, how it is worked for like you know a, a, a very mainstream audience, like during Expo, yeah, where yeah. like you got to see me do the same act for basically five people in a room, mm-hmm. and then for a group of people, yeah. And in one one place, the material did really well, yeah, yeah. And in the other, it was looked on like, "What the shit are you doing?" <laughs> yes. And yeah. And that's so much like almost any uh, alternative co- comedian. Yeah, yeah. You know, you put yeah. that into a mainstream venue and mm. just like, nope. No. Nope. But again, the people doing like the broad racial stereotype stuff. Mm. Woo! Yeah. Woo! The guy who exactly. uh, compared sneezing to having an orgasm, the audience is slayed. All these mums and their kids and stuff like that, just yucking it up. Yeah. There's a person who people... came out with like some hamburger and said, uh, Michael Jackson says you should beat your meat. So here we go. And with the, hit the meat with a hammer. There's, that premise is Hilarity. flawed. Well, first of all, the premise is flawed. No, he didn't. Yeah. No, he didn't. But they did it with an accent. It was like, oh, I don't understand your culture, but I assume you should, Michael Jackson says you should beat your meat. So he just, she, it was she, and yeah. she would just hit the meat with a hammer. Mm. And people loved it. And yes. I was like, okay, there we go. <laughs> Such is life. <laughs> that is a problem. But again, like over the long term, I look back at the at the comedians that ma- that survived and kept going. Yeah, and they weren't the people doing the shitty material. Mm-hmm. They were the people doing the good stuff. Yeah, and so you know, it's it all kind of works out, I guess. It works out in the end. Yep, I like it. I like Ooh, la, la. I like the story that you just told me. Okay, good. Thank you. Sorry, there was no chickens involved. <laughs> oh yeah, TikTok is over. Yeah. That was the end of TikTok, everyone. So everyone cluck off. <laughs> Take your judgy sitting in the audience, not laughing, drinking, talking over when someone else is talking. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Again, at the stand-up show, what well, was a comedy show, again, the lady show I saw last night. Mm. Uh, and there was the, the person in front. Okay. Here's, here's the one. So it's the show All Ladies? Yeah. It was Morgan Brayton's show, uh, Katie Ellen Humphreys. Uh, so really good. Yeah, really top. Katie Allen Humphreys is very good. She used to, she's she used to do uh, used to do a lot of uh, prop house. Yes, so, uh, and she's gotten even better than mm. she was before. Mm. But uh, 
there was also um, damn it, I forget her last name, but Fatima. She's a she's an amazing yep. comedian. Uh, uh, she would all, no, she is. I got, now. I'm glad she's gotten better. She's she has, and yeah. you know, there we go. Uh, but she was she was destroying last night. Yeah. But here was the great thing was there was another woman in front of me, and she did a joke about you know uh, being a black woman, and, and and she was as well. Yeah. And she went, oh, there's one another one of the guys. How are you doing? Well, that just woke this woman up to the point where she was what, and she was just <laughs> loving it. But every joke then, yeah. and not just Fatima's, yeah. but for the rest of the night that she liked. She would beat up the people next to her. She would just like go back with her hands, slap them, and then just start whacking them, whacking the people next to her, just to hit them. She's so excited. Them just whack, whack, She's whack, so whack, excited. whack, 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 ah, ah. Or like if there was yeah. something that related to the guy next to her, it was like, yeah. well, yeah, someone was talking about, you know. So anyway, there's this, uh, you know, there's a lot of gay actors in Vancouver who are like, that's you, grabbing them by the neck, scrolling <laughs> <laughs> them around, like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, uh, this, is, this is this was so entertaining to watch her yeah. just beat these people up, and it was so comfortable <laughs> to be sitting by myself. <laughs> then the guy next to her for the second half uh, pulled out his phone and was like looking at his phone for. Ooh. I know, and you're like, what are you doing? Uh, you know better than this. Don't do that. Yeah, I was like, should I say Put anything? I shouldn't say anything. I think not much you can say. Yeah. Except you're missing out on life. But if you get a chance to see the lady show, uh, quite quite good, quite a good show, and mm, uh, a lot good. of it's a mix of sketch and stand up and video stuff and the. I think yeah. uh, Fatima's problem when I saw her was that she didn't quite understand the room she was playing. She couldn't. She had trouble changing her material to suit a room. Now let me ask you: Should you? Yes. Really? Yeah, I think you can. I think you should. Hmm. Okay. I don't think you should tone it down or whatever. Well, yeah, I think you should tone it down a little bit. Like she would, she would do some sexual humor, which is okay when you're on a stage and you have a distance between you and the audience. Right. But it's pretty much when you're standing amongst people and you're talking about a blowjob. It's hard to set, you know, there's a person there and they're talking about a blowjob. It's not like a person on stage talking about it. Mm -hmm. There's a much more immediate, and that's not just her. There was a uh, male comedian who did the same thing where he's doing a lot of stuff about his penis. Mm -hmm. And then, but you know, the guy's right there and it's, you can just feel the awkwardness in the room. Like just everyone kind of like, Eesh. yeah, it's, it's too, it's, too, too much. I'm not going to, obviously I'm not going to critique another comedian's act. But I can be generic in what I'm saying. You, you go you go one of two ways when you're building up your act, which is you just do the same act everywhere mm -hmm. and see yeah. how it flies yeah. and tighten and adjust and whatever. So, yeah, some parts will seem inappropriate, and I understand that. And I think that's probably what was going on there yeah. with that. Or you uh, do, do you play to the room, and then you adjust the act accordingly. You can do that. Yeah. But if you're trying to just tighten get your get your tight 10 mm. together and just keep See, doing it over and over and over again it's a different situation yeah it's not and, that it's inappropriate like I, I mean i don't really care about you know dick humor and whatever or blowjob jokes and stuff like whatever like i'm not i'm not a prude yeah you know i didn't put on my puritan buckled hat and <laughs> stomp out right i'm taking my turkey and going home by the uh, way they should have a zipper hat by now at this point they're very backwards people um, but yeah, you, but you, there's different ways of doing things like that. I remember one comedian, uh, ruin his act here on, on the show, but he told the story of, uh, he was walking along and, and he had lived in a townhouse community mm -hmm. and he was walking along and he was kind of looking in people's windows because they were going to be putting a new furniture in their house. And he's kind of like, what would, what do other people have? So he's kind of walking along and then he sees this place and he's looking in the window and he's like, this is really nice. They have a really nice uh, interior, like decorating in this place. I really like what they did. Like we could probably incorporate some of this. But I'm thinking that. Then he realizes he's staring at a couple having sex. <laughs> and uh, 
And he does this great thing where he, he went behind the curtain and he was like a big kind of big bearded guy, with big curly hair, black curly hair, big black beard. And he did this thing where he's like, okay, you, he talks to Lisa and I, and he's like, you pretend that you're having sex, you know, so I, we just held hands. And then he like peeped around the curtain with his big eyes, his big creepy look, you know, and it was very good. So you can have those things in there, but you have to remove yourself from the, you know what I mean? Like if it, there's a diff, it's just a weird setting in that, that place. And there's a, a certain personal element right. to it. Where it just feels like sort of an assault when someone's just like a absolutely like no, you, I understand what you're saying. Like you yeah. wouldn't walk into someone's house and start talking about a, giving a person a blowjob, and that place was so so intimate that it almost felt like someone's walking into your house and talking mm -hmm. about giving someone a blowjob. If you had separated it from yourself and just told a story about a blowjob that didn't connect you to it, it would work. Yeah, but in that setting, making you wrapped up in that story, it didn't work, and so I think. It's something you just have to, that she had probably had to learn just what, how to make it fly, like how to make this, these jokes. Well, fly. this was also uh, a more theatrical environment. Like it's the mm -hmm. old, uh, you remember the old Arts Club Review Theater, right? You've I do. You've been a couple of times. Yeah. Well, they, and you know, the nice thing about it too was uh, the, the previous two times I've gone, I saw like Avenue Q there and I saw a show uh, Ryan Beale did, The Santa Land Diaries. And they're okay shows, but the, they changed the seating. So they were very raked, okay. and it was like very uncomfortable. And I had like my knees up to my chest, and it was just like, oh, they've ruined the theater. And it was a drag because I've yeah. done so many shows there, and yeah. I, I, it was like my home theater for mm -hmm. a decade. Uh, and I was like, oh man. And I wanted to go see this show, but I was like, I don't want to sit in those seats. Fuck. I'll go there early. I'll get a, I'll get an aisle seat. I'll be able to stretch my legs out. Yeah. And they fixed it. They made, they leveled it pretty much out. Oh, it was nice. like really comfortable now. Oh, I was that's like, cool. this is great. Nice theatrical thing. Yeah. And uh, when we started doing. Uh, shows at this theater back in the day it had that kind of look to it and I, yeah. I was perfect mm -hmm. and then they made the mistake in my opinion <laughs> of putting tables down front uh, so bad. people could drink yeah bad and idea. i'm like well now you're going to focus on the drinkers people yeah. are going to put the feet on the stage so that's gone i'm like fuck it's great and so <laughs> when she was doing her set and other people were doing their sets it was more of a theatrical environment yeah yeah that so, works better yeah it's there, there's a separate there's a separation between you and the audience in that case yeah and so yeah i'm just saying when you're really up in someone's face mm -hmm. uh, talking about yeah. sexual things, I, I understand how that would be yeah. uh, a little bit. And that's not just her. I mean, we, I just brought her up because of that. But, but there, Seems yeah, like you're I'm just signaling, sing, signaling, signaling her out. Signaling Fatima. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Fatima. Yeah. I did, no, enjoy, I did enjoy your act. But, she is so. one of those people that I know will do, uh, will do well. I'm, I'm like, I'm 100% cool. sure of that. You know, again, it's one of these almost frustrating things where I see the people performing there and I go like, okay, ah, if this was any other city, you would have already had that next boost but you're still you're yeah. still working at the there's gym there's no there's nowhere else to boost them though there's no next step here right there isn't a there isn't a next step and again what used to be the next step was doing the shit gigs which are the spirit breakers <laughs> yeah or the ones that teach you to do the yeah. homophobic sexist whatever mm. you know mm. or if you were me you'd just do a lot of sexual jokes because you know hey i have sex so that's okay i'm doing jokes about myself i'm doing yeah. jokes about you know Thing, thing, you know, that are technically dirty, but I'm not making fun of someone else's. Mm. And it's like, oh, <laughs> go, you know, do the bad habit uh, bits. Ah, oh, lordy, yeah, where do you, where do you go? And it especially bugs me now because, like, I saw some sketch there too that was good, and I was like, oh, there's, there, there's, uh, this should just should get on the air. But even the comedy network here in in Canada doesn't do any new stuff anymore. No, besides running uh, stand up shows that are almost all just just for laugh stuff. Yeah. It's like that's the prepackaged stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's not good enough, man. You know, like, when you have that many hours of uh, 
that popular TV show, The Big Bang Theory, to run. You know, you, and where else are you going to so see many, that? Where else, else are you going to listen? See it? I when I when I watch television, I want to be able to see the entire run of one show in on one channel yeah. in one evening. Right. That's what I want. And then what I want to know. Yeah. Has Sheldon got any backstory? What was he like we're, as a kid? We're waiting to find that out. What? No, you're not. Because we're still that... waiting. No, 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 no. I am young Sheldon. I've been asking myself. Yeah. Young Sheldon, sir. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that shows him what he was like as a kid. Oh. And the answer is awkward. And also, oh, I can't not a three it. camera shoot. One camera shoot. He used to be a one camera shoot kid. Really? Yeah. It's and there's no laugh style. track. And there's no laugh track. No, there's not. But so, I, it, so you can just hear your own laughter consistently. Oh, yeah, because you'll be laughing so hard that, uh, hmm, interesting. Yeah, that you'll be like smacking the people next to you going, Hey, <laughs> you! How about this? It's you all Did over. you see this one? Oh. It, feels like, uh, it feels like an old uh, Daffy Duck cartoon where it's just, Ah, it's killing me! Look at this! Does, uh, can I, have you watched this show, uh, Young, Young Sheldon? No, though I do like the kid because he used to review uh, plays on YouTube, oh, okay. and he just loved these plays, and he would give his review afterwards. And so the kid delights me. I, okay. lo I love the kid mm -hmm. uh, to the point where I don't want to watch the show because yeah, I probably okay. would like go. Oh. Though I did see him on um, uh, Law and Order SVU as someone that something terrible happened to. Always. And I was like, what are you doing? Don't bring a kid on this. How is this a thing? Don't write this episode. Those things Stop happen. Stop doing this. Such things happen. I know. That's... Gotta get the news out there. People don't know enough about it. Can you imagine Yet. how many... Okay. With all, the, with, all, with all the horrible revelations about you know producers and celebrities and stand-up comedians that are coming out. Yeah. How many... As bad as that is. Yeah. And that is... Horrible. Yeah. Like, that's the epitome of horrible. Yeah. Even worse will be the Law & Order SVU episodes that will be torn from the headlines. <laughs> the person who is Endless. pretending to be Endless. the faux Louis C.K., mm. the faux Weinstein, yeah. and that they're going to have to wrap it up with, like, a fake name, and they're going to do a mild impression, and they're going to have another stand-up, or it's going to be some stunt casting yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it's going to be so fucking bad to the point where i just want to say to all the people out there who are doing horrible things stop doing them because you're gonna <laughs> really really make some bad television later also don't do them because they're horrible, <laughs> they're horrible. and they're just the worst but like, also the television shows are going to yeah. be fucking so bad yeah we're 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 both people who are very aesthetic you know we're and so we're more offended by the bad television you produce than by your Not evil acts. Not necessarily more. I think but that let's, you... let's admit that's going to be listen, an horrible thing as well. You know, Ian... They're still trying to find Ian, a way to do Trump. Ian and I'm Ku sure Klux they Klan, Swastika, Boothby. Right. I think it's time that you oh, admitted... Sorry, brackets, the oh, bad the version. bad version, <laughs> bracket, Boothby. Uh, I was just leaving that out. I'm sorry that I did that. I, I, you it's know. important because otherwise it is people important. might think yeah. that it's the nice version. The lucky, the lucky. Fine. Uh, you... I have to admit that you are more offended by by bad art than by uh, terrible acts. No, <laughs> don't have to admit that uh, out loud. You don't have to admit it out loud, but no, I, not out I know. Loud. I know in your heart. I'm just going to write something on this uh, little slip of paper, <laughs> and you can read that and see what I say. Okay. Or oh, that might just be my favorite uh, band. Could be. <laughs> Could be my favorite. If you band. can name one song by them, I might believe. Owner it. of a lonely heart. <sighs> Forgot about that little <laughs> popular phase. Something from their earlier time. No, okay, forget it. That's all right. You don't have to. There we are. Oh, <laughs> shit. I just said what I wrote. No, no dice. No dice on, no dice on that. Okay. Two, th two things, by the way, on uh, on all these horrible revelations. And I will say yeah. this. And this, this, I'm going to get a little. Okay. One. Uh, so someone does something awful, which go after them full on. Mm -hmm. Fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. 
but when you're when you're going at them at us as a satirist, or let's say you're Saturday Night Live, yeah, uh, here's what you don't go after them for: uh, their looks, okay, their weight, yes, uh, their uh, the art the art they've created, okay. No, I don't fucking it care. It has nothing to do with it. That's right. Harvey Weinstein, yeah. You know what makes him a monster are his actions. Yes. That he raped people, that he that he intimidated people. He used his power, yes. He used his power to do these all, all yeah. these horrible, horrible things. Yeah. To go like, hey, look at this guy's face, and look at this fat fuck, and look at this scene, look at this mug. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know who looks like a pervert? Steve Buscemi. Looks like a pervert. He's a firefighter. He's a great guy. He's amazing. Yeah. It's not about goddamn looks. Yeah. Also, you know, Cosby. Yeah, he's a fucking monster. I never found him funny. Well, then you're an idiot because he's a fucking brilliant comedian. But it doesn't matter. That you never found. Don't tell me yeah. he didn't like his art. Yeah, yeah. You know who gives a shit? That's not. That's nothing to do with anything. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying, you know, it basically the the implication then is, you know, you should never go after good looking people who are really great. Oh, I'm fine then. Yeah, there you Look are. Look out, ladies. Yeah. So like, you know, uh, when you're going after someone, go after mm. the the actions, yeah, not how they were sure. born, what they look like, yeah. or and also. Someone's art can be dark and twisted and fucking messed up, and they can still be a good person inside. Yeah. And someone like Cosby can do the fucking cleanest things, mm. and he can be, you know, a horrible person. Yeah. So it's not about the goddamn fucking films they make or the music they make or what or what have you. Yeah. It's it's about it's about who they are and what they are. And boy, it's amazing that we haven't really gotten to the music industry yet. And when we do, oh boy, you're gonna you're gonna if if <laughs> you know that's that's gonna be something. It's something, but is it surprising? I mean, I feel like we've already had like Pamela Debar, her groupie book has lots of un- unseemly revelations. You know, mm-hmm. there's lots of stories of the plaster casters and all those sort of things. Yeah, but we, that's just we know. What's wrong with the plaster caster stuff? Nothing really, but I, I mean, just mean is, in terms of like. Yeah, this yeah. is the this is the other important thing, and I, I, they would I, have to give a blowjob before they okay could. Cast but the... again, that's consensual. This yes. is this is a this is something actually I did a retweet of uh oh I forget what her what her name is, but she's a very funny comedian named Emily something. But she was talking about the importance of uh, differentiating between uh perverts and predators. Yes. And perverts yeah. can be people who found out what they like and it, and as long as it's consensual, yeah. Great. That's fine. That's fucking fine. Sure. Do the most weirdest twisted get <laughs> someone to kick you in the balls and call you a dog. Fucking whatever you want. That's fine. Yeah. As long as it's all consensual. Yeah. And predators are a completely different thing. So mm-hmm. don't yeah, don't, don't con- con- and to that's me that's true. like if you want to give someone a blowjob and then take yeah. a plaster cast of their penis and then wear it as a unicorn horn, <laughs> have at it. God bless. Yeah. You found what works for you and so you're luckier than most people in the world. Knock yeah. yourself out. Yeah. But something like uh, you know, Jer- your Jerry Lee Lewis, yeah. you know, uh, being involved with someone who's underage and who's like his cousin and, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It, you know, rock and roll's got a history of we look the other way because that oh, that's the way things are. There was a, there was a cultural thing there. But it was yeah. a cultural thing as well. Yeah. But, but it was shocking. I mean, it, it destroyed his career. Mm-hmm. It's not that people looked at it like none of the people of, who weren't part of that culture looked at it and went, that's fine. Oh no! It was a, when it came out as news. I mean, it 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 sank his career for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, he had to do penance, and then he came back again. Right. You know, that's that's fine too. You know, I. Yes, it's all it's all really terrible, but I feel like this is gonna sound terrible, but I feel like right now is the sweet spot to put anything out there. If you have any like terrible things that you've done. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's become such an avalanche right now. You mean terrible things as in you've done them or yes. have had them done to you now so no, it's time to bring them up? No, no, no. It's the bad time now to bring them up. 
because this is so much stuff going on that I think we're almost reaching like a point of is this becoming noise saturation? Yeah, it's just reaching that saturation point where people people are just kind of like oh that oh it's happened again oh and eventually we're just going to start. It's just too much. It's just too much for our minds yeah. to process. This was a small. This was a small thing today. And then we're going to get tired of it. Yeah, go ahead. And then we're going to be mad at those people for bringing these things up. And I think which is unfair. But it's going to reach that point because there's so much of it right oh, now. Oh, there's always there's always backlash. But you know yeah. what? Since since you know these these people who were bringing these things up were previously shamed anyway. Mm. More shame now. <laughs> Fucking well, yeah. that's what I've lived with all my life. So yeah, probably yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. Like today, the uh, there was the Louis C.K. stuff where I don't know anything about it. Okay, well Louis C.K. Uh, this is this is okay. So so there was always rumors that Louis C.K. would masturbate in front of people. Like he's in a writer's room, he take his dick out. Uh, but the famous story is uh, two female comedians came up to his hotel. And now this is this is where this is a little bit like. Yeah. Uh, I, I've had that happen to me, and it's really terrible. Someone like pulling their dick out? Yeah, and masturbating. I uh, seriously, has that happened yeah. to you? Yeah. yeah. I've uh, there's okay. That's that's its own thing. And why don't you just tell me about that? Then? I was just <laughs> I was with some friends. Yeah. You you would know them. They went to school with us. Right. We were at uh, his house, and we were looking at his brother's uh, collection of magazines yeah. uh, that were, were had beautiful women in them. And uh, there was a guy there that I didn't know him. Uh, he was kind of new to our group of people. And we were he got excited and just whipped it out and masturbated and then finished in front of us. <laughs> you know, like... That's terrible. I'm yeah, sorry. it's I'm really... Sorry that happened. It's really... It's sort of uh, beyond the... You know, like we're all enjoying it. I'm not saying that, you know, I was sitting in the corner reading the Bible. I was also reading these magazines yeah. and enjoying the, the the pictures and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, some self-control. Or go to the bathroom and finish it off if that's what you need to do. Yeah, unless his thing was knowing that someone was yeah, watching. Yeah, maybe and... that's it. And I, I, But I didn't I didn't agree to that. <laughs> it's kind of disturbing. So at this at this point, things are... Things are vague as to what the actual uh, accusations okay. are, but there's okay. five uh, five women who have come forward yeah. to say there was there was something going on, but it, it isn't like okay, it's uh, it's exposure mm. and what have you. So yeah. uh, so okay, so so the story is that he after a show, uh, two other comedians invited them up, both female comedians. They're talking, and this is the this is the initial story. It may have altered as of today. So the, the, uh, they're talking, they're joking. I think they might be drinking, and then at one point they're talking about sex or what have you. And and uh, Louis C.K. goes, uh, "Can I take my dick out?" And they go, "Yeah," and he does. And th- but they say that they thought he was joking. Yeah, that he wasn't going to do it, and he does. Yeah. he starts masturbating, and uh, they're like, "Whoa!" And uh, they uh, they go, "Okay, that's enough for us." And they try to get try to get out, but he's blocking them from like leaving. Oh, really? Until until he finishes. So that's the story that has been a a rumor. Uh, an open rumor, and various people have brought it up on podcasts, but then always would like at the end of it go, but I don't know if that's true. Mm. You know, I've just heard, and it's yeah. an open rumor, and this, that, and the other. And so today, apparently, like uh, the two people who that happened to came for, like my thing about that is, it sounds like you know he asked if he could do this, mm-hmm. and like retroactively they went, oh, we thought you were joking. Yeah. But if someone says, can I take? I've never been in a situation personally where someone's gone, can I take my dick out? Mm. Where they weren't going to take their dick out. That's not like a joke line <laughs> yeah, yeah. that then never has a, a dick coming it's out. It's hard to know what the conversation was about. So right, but generally on the you it know, might have it might have worked as a joke in, in this in the context of their conversation. It might have worked as a joke. It might have whatever and whatever and whatever. And there's a lot of different aspects to mm-hmm. it. You know, maybe things were getting sexual, but yeah, you can't block someone from like leaving. Yeah, no, no, no. That's uh, 
That's a thing. That's that's where you. There's other aspects the line, that are yeah. weird in that when a when a okay, it's it's tough, but it's like when an assault is happening, it's very seldom that it yep. happens to two people at the same time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that are. This is a very weird situation that mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. So I was reading about I was reading about this on CNN. Well, okay, there's two people. Then yeah. you assume they could force their way out if they wanted to. Well, this is where it but gets there's into, someone this, there's someone masturbating, and we don't want to get close to that. That's right. It gets it's, it's all gross and weird. Like yeah, everything's this, kind of. Ugh. This is something that will get brought up. You'll hear whatever fucking happened like later on, and whatever. if it happened, or we we oh no, it's been confirmed now. That's what no, you said. it hasn't been confirmed. You're oh, right, but okay. it'd be unusual that two people would make up the same story. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, it's the odds. He are hasn't... the odds are something along these lines very... happened, and also whenever there's a situation where multiple people and now there's yeah. three other people involved, it's very rare that nothing it's went. Very on. odd, isn't it? Um... It's very sad. It really that one kind of broke my heart today. It was like shit. I wish this wasn't real, mm. but if it is, then for sure you've got to fucking take care of it. I was like, go like. Uh, there's no comedian I like more than Cosby, and I love Rolf Harris, and both of them are <laughs> rapists and pedophiles, yes. and so fuck them, they should both be in jail. Yeah. So I don't care how much I love them, if they did this, for sure you should be fucking in jail. Yeah. Go. Yeah. So, so okay, but the CNN, um, the CNN story today was, you know, there was this accusation, then they weren't really clear about what happened. Okay. okay so it was vague. Yeah. But then it goes into... Uh, Louis C.K. just did a movie called I Love You, Daddy, you know, which is, you know, uh, about basically Woody Allen, you know. Okay. So uh, so it talks about that. Then they go into stuff about Woody Allen. And it's like, Woody Allen uh, is a famous pedophile who uh, was like, all right, well, you know, <laughs> not convicted, but okay. Yeah. Famous pedophile. And then it said, who famously uh, married his own stepdaughter. It's like, no, he didn't. Yeah. He was not her stepfather. Yeah. That's uh, what Andre Previn was the thing. Yes. And, uh, and then it went on with that. And was like, well, son of a bitch, you've got to fucking get this shit right. Yeah. You're CNN. Your whole thing right now is we're real news. Yeah. We're not fake news. We don't mm. just make stuff up. And it was like, this was the kind of shit that I would get from, bless them, a relative of mine who would send me a link about something that's like all made up and I'll have to send them a Snopes article back yeah. and go like, no, this isn't true. Yeah. That didn't happen. That's not how it went down. Yeah. And it was just like, this is fucking CNN. They didn't have enough for the Louis C.K. bit, so they had to do this huge Woody Allen thing, mm. and then it was all bullshit. Mm. It was like, that. well, that is a maybe, and that is definitely wrong, and this is not true. And, and, and again, they're trying to loosely go like, well, Louis C.K., he knows Woody Allen. We're just going to say, we're going to associate these two together, and remember... Mm, this and it's like oh fucking cnn like just just tell the fucking facts about this kind of shit you know listen to everybody put the fucking things out there if someone's guilty then for fuck's sake put them in jail but don't do loose fucking you know and he knows this guy and he did this art and his act was about this and like none of this matters yeah yeah. none of this fucking matters and then of course all the people who are commenting on it like well he always looked like a pervert to me did he did he always (laughs) look like a pervert and he did this routine yeah Yeah, that's his art that's not his fucking actions you know, mm-hmm. his art isn't his actions and his looks don't fucking matter and blah, 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 blah. So anyway, that was just a, a big fucking bummer for me today, that thing. But again, if he's guilty, uh, you know, he's got to pay for that. For sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so mean, crushingly it's sad so, it's and so, infuriating. It's just, well, I mean, it's it's good that people are feeling confident enough and that the culture is accepting enough that they can come forward with these things, that they're not going to be judged 
and called liars right away as if well, and blamed and it, for well, their what they did they but they will be some people will there still will do be it. that but so i mean there, it's there just... is bravery in putting oh, yeah. this out there and also there's the there's the fear that you will be known because you're a person and say you're a stand-up comedian you I'm a stand-up then, comedian. All right, but say you're the, one of the stand-up comedians that went to the room and this happened. You don't want to be known as the stand-up who did this and brought mm. yeah, yeah. Louis C.K. down. <laughs> yeah. You want to be your own person yeah. who does their own thing. Mm. And so it does take bravery to go out there and in doing so, possibly protect other people as well and stop this from happening. The people that commented about Harvey Weinstein, when you find out like later on that he had fucking spies that were... You've heard about the spies, right? No. Okay, Harvey Weinstein... This is not. This is no bullshit. Okay. He had like a series of spies that would check on people that he had paid off to make sure they were never uh, doing, uh, you know, ratting him out. Basically, okay. yeah. But like he hired fucking people to follow all these people, and it's just the most creepy, disturbing yeah, yeah. fucking shit. So the people who did come forward, brave as fuck, yeah. to stop this monster. Yeah, you know, uh, and yeah, for there's sure. still people who are going. Yeah, they're in it for the money and dismissing whatever, and they're probably liars. And uh, mm. there's and a lot of there's a lot, lot of that on, on for yeah through all of this. And I, I, yeah, I'm not saying they're not brave. I'm just saying it's great that they're that they can feel because I I feel like there's a community that's listening to them, and maybe that wasn't there before. Yeah, you know, and so I think that's good. I, yeah. yeah, I remember with Gian uh, Gameshi when he again yes. he, is, he is again he was not convicted. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, before uh, there were the allegations that he would hit women. Yeah, uh, that was an open secret. People would like mm-hmm. lightly bring that up or yeah. warn each other about it. Mm-hmm. And there's so much of that shit in in every in every field. There's that in the comics industry. Mm-hmm. There's that in in stand up. There's that on CBC. There's that fucking everywhere. And you hear about it and don't know what to do about it because if the person doesn't want to talk about it yeah you you can't and and it's just so fucking frustrating and the only thing you can do is lightly whisper to someone who might be getting in that Mm. situation a warning and then yeah it is nice that you know there seems to be a culture right now of like come 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 out come out (laughs) we're listening the culture of we're listening i think that's that's important we're we're listening and we're not judging you Mm -hmm. and unlike yeah unlike with uh gameshi i mean i mean Yes, the unfortunate thing with commission with any any of them is that if it comes to trial, they'll all have to go through the horrible soul tearing cross examination. The the you know their motives will be questioned, their their honest their honesty will be yeah. questioned, you know, and that's equally terrible because the whole idea of facing that is to me would be worse than the just talking about it, you know. Yeah, and you and you almost always feel in some way there was something about it that's your fault. You know, and so this yeah. play this plays up on because people will tell you that it's your fault. Yeah, and then and then, God damn it! Every time someone brings up, okay, the Gameshi thing gets brought up online. There's mm-hmm. always at least one or two people that go, "Yeah, I really miss Q with him on it." Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Fuck off. Yeah. Find anything else. There's mm-hmm. infinite other shows for you to to watch, and that's great, and or listen to. Yeah, that's that's not the God damn it! But you know, there's 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 always there's always people like that. Yes, and there's someone. I mean, the the problem with like the thing about Gameshi that's interesting to me is that it's an assumed, it's an he has an he had an assumed identity, not just as an abuser, but just his presentation of himself to people as well. I mean, Q was not written by him. Yeah, he read other people's words as himself and created a persona that people love. Yeah, this persona that's not him. It's someone else. It's some guy who lived in the Maritimes who every day wrote 
his the thing he would say before the you know the beginning of the show that made everyone go ooh and ah and, oh what a what a great you know guy so fantastic you know but it's it's not him he's no. just a he's just a mouthpiece for someone else's you know someone else's idea of what the CBC listener wants to hear you know and it's its presentation you know and then you have this reality behind it it's that's to me that's even more unpleasant than someone like Bill Cosby who at least was you know the his talent was real mm -hmm. his you know the horribleness of him was real too but at least there's something you know what I mean here's this person who's it has this assumed uh, good guy you know, you know, right on quality that everyone loves so much, but it's all fake. Yeah. You know, it's not him. He's just an actor playing this role. And then, and then he's just this, you know, allegedly, let's put that in there. Yeah. Allegedly this person who would, you know, hit women unexpectedly and treat them like garbage and, and, you know, and test them. And yeah, some of it was, some yeah, of it was mind games and yeah. power games. And some of it was, you know, there was a, whatever that word is, consensual, it was consensual. Yeah. But in other cases, it was just him taking advantage of, of the power that he had. And in some, t in some cases, it was trying to convince people that things were consensual when they weren't. And that's the biggest problem with giving people power over us is that we are putting, we're putting all our trust in them. You know, like when, mm -hmm. you, when you trust your children to a Cub Scout leader, when you trust your children, trust your, your daughter to uh, a, mo you know, a photographer, when you trust your your daughter Catholic school. to Catholic school, yeah. <laughs> when you trust your children to Catholic school, and you trust your children to any yeah any organization where they're handing over power to them, you know, it's so, it's so there's so much risk because people who are drawn to power are people who be abuse, mm -hmm. you know, and so because that's what not everyone, but yes, but not everyone. There's some people that want so power a, for the wrong for reasons. the wrong reasons exactly, and right. so I mean, but I mean. Hollywood for generations has been rife with stories, whether true or false, of the casting coach. And that of, was that was Weinstein's thing was like, you know, I'm yeah. an old timey guy. I grew up in the '60s. This is the way it's always been. Yeah, that's no fucking excuse. You also lived through all the other decades, and you saw what happened. <laughs> Shit happened. Things changed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's and but it's not like the '70s was like the age of rape. It wasn't. It was an age of consensual sex between people, mm -hmm. between adults who f had this, you know, momentary sunny uh free free for all of like oh we got a pill and we can have sex all we want oh we can't oh darn it but by the time that came around you know yeah. they yes but it wasn't like people abusing each other that was not what the 70s was about it wasn't about hooray we can have underage sex and and uh, you know wave wage power you know mind games on people hooray that wasn't what it was wasn't about that's not what the sexual revolution was you know that was like this momentary freeing of people where they just kind of like woo yeah. sex but there was yeah there's always there's always predators and to the person who's been attacked quite often the greatest enemy is not the predator mm -hmm. the greatest enemy is the person that knows that you were preyed upon yeah because they might out you and then that will ruin your life not the act but the person revealing the act because yeah. then you reveal yourself to be a victim which endangers you and all this kind of stuff so the real enemy to you is the is anyone that's trying to help you quite yeah. often yeah and you're rebelling against that it's like this is this thing it's like without again naming names obviously is like Fred. uh What's that? Fred. Sure, Fred. Why not? Uh, no, without without naming names, you know, my family was devastated by sexual assault. Yes. Uh, and it was a thing that we didn't know about, and mm -hmm. so it was one of these where like it was covered up, and that, but it's never covered up because it bursts out. Yeah. It bursts out, and like I look at the amount of time, like about seven years before it got revealed, mm -hmm. and it, uh, it, yeah, 
and, and, you, and you look back and go, of course that's what happened. Mm. Of course that's where the rage happened. Of yeah. course that's how we, these these were almost like lost years because of these horrible things that that had happened. And now, you know, and it's complete, and that was just a more direct se- sexual assault. Now I'm looking at like my mom who's in this relationship with this other guy who's playing all these mind games mm. and, you know, uh, and doing these controlling things, which I also find is a predator thing. Yeah. And, you know, again, I've looked into and it, and it, and it's just like in both cases, like son of a bitch, it's so... Yeah, it's it's something that hits me very very deep, mm-hmm. very very. And to deep. see it repeated, yeah. is the worst the worst thing I think to me, to me. And you wish you could directly help. You wish you could, mm-hmm. you know. For all people are like, well, yeah. if you knew something, why didn't you say something? It's like you can't say anything without outing this person. Yeah. So the only thing again you can do is try to warn others. Yeah. About this fucking situation and try and try to be there when people need it. Yeah. But even when you and this, I'm now talking about a separate thing okay. with the organizations that I've that I've been at, where people have been abused, and you know, I've been a person that they've contacted and talked to about it, and but you know, at the end of that meal that you have at Denny's, where they're in tears mm-hmm. and they're you know, and it ends with like, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. Well, yeah, they are. And they're going to go right back to this situation because the status quo, as horrible as it is and devastating as it is, yeah. is better than uh, the unknown of, like, you know, revealing this. Yeah, they don't yeah. know what it's be. So they will go back to the abusive thing, mm. whether it's uh, systematic yeah. in work or whether it's the relationship. And you and you know that almost always it's going to be like that. And, it, and it's going to be worse the next time you have this fucking conversation. Yeah. It's just like so goddamn fucking devastating. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell anyone about that either because this is now a secret that you've got between you yeah, and this person yeah, for sure. over and over again. And system, and in the systematic version, what I've tried to do is set up other environments, you know, in my crafts or what have you that people can then hopefully work in and, you know, have op- just know that there's options and see that this isn't necessarily the only way that this kind of thing works in the world. But I don't know. It's fuck. Fucking fuck is fuck. It's all. Yes. Fuck it. Yeah. That's good. That's a good thing. Do you think, I'm I'm not going to say that it didn't happen, but do you think that there will be a bunch of revelations about rock stars? Or do you feel like our feeling about rock stars is that there is that element, that dangerous element to them that, and that women seek that and we're more forgiving to, to their, their shenanigans than we would be to say a movie producer or a, a radio presenter. I think it. I think it depends on the level that things mm-hmm. have happened. For sure, have happened on. You know, um, this I is th- weird that we haven't had I don't, that I know of. We haven't had like a big. Well, you got a Gary Glitter or something, but yeah, that's a yes, very different that was, situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you got a Jared. How many other uh, fast food mascots are going to be? Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at you, Grimace. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think like. I'm hoping this doesn't just okay. The problem with something like this is it's like a disease, mm-hmm. and uh, and there seems to be right now a thing where like it's being exposed to sunlight and things are coming out, yeah. and you know, and th- but we'll have to see what the repercussions are mm. if the Weinstein's go to jail or yeah. you know those people like that. If there's something like that, otherwise it may just be a trend, and the people like. The, the the Harvey Weinstein's who haven't been caught yeah. are going to lawyer up even more and like really shut down 
uh, things. There'll be some sort of defenses they'll put up that'll try to silence this even more. Yeah. And if if we don't keep it going and keep the revelations going, then yeah, that that will happen. It will just all seal up again mm. and just and just be as bad or worse in the future. And I could see that definitely happening, where it almost just becomes a trend and then it goes away. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. Is it it becomes there's just too much, and so then you know, and if you want to get ahead of it, you just you just you you just release it on a Friday, let's say, mm-hmm. you know, and so it gets buried on the weekend. Yeah. And then by the time next week rolls around, and there's more people, more stuff piling out, like people are gonna know how to. People are going are, are already, you know, if they're in a sensitive place, are already massaging this stuff. Yeah. You know, Have you so. seen the Uma Thurman uh, clip where she's asked about it? No. She's. It's. It's worth. Oh, fuck. It's worth watching. It's, it's because of her relationship with wine. Weinstein with the she's company. Just, she's just generally asked about okay. about about it yeah and at first she starts off with uh you know she starts kind of you know kind of lightly about like you know things but then she just gets angrier and fucking angrier Mm. as as in like the the subtext to me was of fucking course this happens Mm. how how can you fucking ask this question yeah it's so fucking obvious and stupid yeah that what what the hell yeah first of all i can't say this so you asking me this is is awful because i can't say the main thing mm. so fuck you for asking me this but also that you're like surprised that this kind of thing happens yeah, yeah. you could tell that she's been through so much of this shit mm. that like fuck you for that as well and there's just such rage yeah that's there and it's like yeah i'm sure that's that's the case i you i know? read a sarah Pauli article uh the canadian actress who uh in a director and actress in a, she wrote something for the new york times yes and she mentioned that she and some friends some girlfriends decided it would be fun to do a a comedy show about all their terrible experiences uh, in Hollywood and how funny that would be. And as they started to go through the experiences together, they just started crying because they just realized, well, this is terrible. Like, there's no, no not, this isn't funny. This is just awful, the treatment we received. But it was so normal, yeah. you know, for them to be prated out and made to stand around and show off their costume and just front of a bunch of people that have nothing to do with, yeah. you know, and just completely invasive sort of things like that were just not even thought of, you know. This was also, sorry, I'll just say quickly, this was also the thing last night when I saw The Lady Show. Uh, Morgan came out at the end, at the start of something that led into a bit. Okay. But it was her talking about how when they were all doing, uh, planning this this month's show, every, yeah. the Me Too thing was coming out. Mm. So they all started talking about that. And uh, and then they just all started crying. Mm-hmm. They were just all devastated and yeah. enraged. And were like, well, how do we make this funny? Yeah. How yeah. do we fucking make this funny? And they found a way in, mm. the, in, the, That's good. in the show to do it. Uh, but I was like, yeah. It's that's the first stage. It's just like, oh my god, and it's horrific, mm-hmm. and it, it is tears, and it's frustration, and punching a wall, and then like as an artist, then you reach through that fucking wall, yeah, and you find out how do you communicate this and mm-hmm. and use it hopefully to heal and reach out and tell people that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fucking hard though. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. But it's Sarah Pauly's so... pretty awesome. Good on. Good on Sarah. Good on Sarah <laughs> I think she could find a way. Well, that's why. I mean, she basically says, "Why did you know? Why did I quit acting? Because this is what it involves. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what it's like for a female actor in Hollywood." To that, Siren had something to say as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it just was became so oppressive for her that she just, you know, and she dropped some hints that it wasn't much fun doing uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, okay. So. Who directed that? Was that Eli Roth? Uh, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Oh, Zack Snyder. Well, there's been nothing about Zack Snyder so far. No, but I think okay. I think just in terms of it's not, you know, it doesn't have to be a it doesn't have to be assault. It, it can also just be 
the business as usual, just the kind of piggish, sure, sure. thoughtless garbage that people, women would have to put, have to put up with all the time yeah. that we don't think about. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't have to think about any of that as as men. You know, I think we would be, you know, if we sat and actually sat down and asked someone, what is it like to you know leave a building at night and walk to your car and be and be scared? I never feel that way. Mm-hmm. I never feel that way. Or if not scared, just you have a to cautious plan. or you have whatever. To plan yeah, for it. Yeah, you right. have to think about it. I'm going to park under a light. You know, when I worked in parking lots, quite often I would, I would not say have to, but I would walk with with women to their cars. Mm-hmm. But they could come and request that I that we do that. You know, so lock up the booth and then walk with them to their car, and that's perfectly fine. I understand. But at the same time, you're like, is that great that they're walking with someone they don't know mm-hmm. to their car? That doesn't seem any better. You know, like maybe if there's a relationship between us by talking at the, you know, at the window, you know, over time, but just to walk up to a total stranger, you know, a six foot two tall man and say, oh, could you walk me to my car? It doesn't seem like it's a great answer. So there's no great, mm-hmm. there's no out, you know, it's always a sense of caution. And, you know, it's just something that I, that as men, we don't have to think about. We don't worry about, we don't get our keys out of our pocket as we approach the car so that we can get into it quickly and... Mm-hmm. You know, like we just we just do our thing and we don't think about it, which is, you know, fuck us, you know, for being so, you know, for living in that sort of oblivion. But mm-hmm. uh, yes, it's not not just all out. What I'm trying to say is that it's not just obvious, but it can also be just the, uh, not obvious that we don't think about yeah. garbage of, yes, here, do your costume check in front of a bunch of producers you know, I want you to twirl around in a bikini and then walk off again. You know. And yeah. If you live, if you live next to a septic tank that's cracked open, you eventually stop smelling the shit. Yeah. But there's still shit in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's nice that you know it's not nice, but it's good to eventually have someone go. It smells like shit in the mm-hmm. air, and mm-hmm. stuff needs to be done. And whatever gets done, I hope it gets done, and I hope I can help stuff get done for the level that I can help stuff get done. But uh, ugh, it's so it's so sad, so crushing, so sad, so uh, so admire people who have come out uh, mm-hmm. for this. Oh yeah, uh, no shame to the people who haven't. I understand. Like it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it's it's when I keep saying interesting. It's not that I. It's not like I'm being forensic or that I think it's just it's just it's curious how it has sort of exploded. You know, like. I was thinking about uh, Devin Faraci, who used to do the canon, mm-hmm. and no longer does it because he was accused of of uh, assault a year ago. Was it? I'm not sure. Okay, it was a while back. Okay, I actually didn't know that was why they were off the show. Oh uh, yeah, that's what happened. Okay, yeah. Damn it! I thought podcasters were clean on this so far. Uh no, oh, well, no. But this shit. happened yeah. before. But this uh, was before the this this. Uh, yes. You know, before this like big thing. This was like someone accused him on Twitter of assault at a party when he was drunk right and he apologized for it and basically admitted to it and i guess there was more allegations or whatever and he just he stepped away from doing the show and and uh i don't know what he's doing now but yeah hopefully dealing with the ramifications of his terrible behavior because that's what you're dealing with yeah you can't feel sorry for someone who did something terrible and then and then go oh gee he can't be in a podcast poor guy like you know no no you you made your bed yeah sir you better lie in it it's gonna be uncomfortable for a while but uh lie there it's uh but what's curious to me is that there was things like that and then it seems like it's sort of slowly built up to this and then people you know have found a place where it's okay to like talk about their experiences mm-hmm. and to, you know, to let this out. 
and there and it's a place where people aren't just you know as long as you don't read the comments mm-hmm. uh it's been a safe it's a fairly safe well place, i mean uh, i mean the most obvious thing obviously <laughs> the most obvious thing obviously is the obviousness <laughs> i mean is it where things have seemingly turned to me if i was to theorize as yeah. to what's changed mm-hmm. things is you know we had a year of uh leading up to an election where horribly sexist things were said about the most qualified candidate and people assumed the system worked and that well clearly she's going to be elected so mm-hmm. it's okay that she's taking this shit now yeah. because she's going to be the president and mm-hmm. that's going to and this guy's going to be a boob yeah. and there we go and then she lost and and it was everyone was like shit what what so no this can't happen yeah. rage this sexist piece of shit's going to be running things fuck that and then you had the women's march yeah. all over the world and i think that was kind of the start of we've got to fucking actually do stuff now obviously some people have been doing stuff before then and 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 what have you but i think if there was a unifying thing having someone who is you know uh an accused sex offender in office and having you know uh the what what do you call the communications person who's who's sarah huckabee sanders what's her what's her title she's like press uh press yippee yapper uh so she's the yippee yapper <laughs> and so she she's gone out repeatedly yeah and said just straight out those accusers are liars they're liars the women who said the president of the united states sexually harassed them yeah or assaulted them yeah are liars yep okay so you gotta fucking do something about that you got to you can't let that fucking slide yeah so you know it's the fire has now reached a point where it's now boiling and we've got to fucking do something. Yeah. And so that's, you know, when, when well, you know, was, Weinstein was yeah. uh, outed for this, then I think that's why the fire just especially spread and was like, <laughs> fuck no, we've been waiting for this yeah, for a while. Yeah. It's got to come out. I would say, yeah. And it's, it's all about timing. There was a guy in the mid nineties who had an article about Weinstein as a sexual predator. Sure, sure. Yeah. Brought it to the New York times. And they said this, this isn't this isn't news. If this was about a politician, we would be interested in this. But this yeah. is not news to so us. So you're saying there's a casting couch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's weird that that again, you just go like 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're asking for it. They want to be a star, don't they? This is the price they pay. Yeah, that's the way you it's know? been. That's, that's the way, way it's, it's it's always been. That's the way it always is. <laughs> yes, I I know. Yeah, and again, in the comics industry, that's the that's but of the course, case as well. To be honest. We yeah. do have a podcasting coach, mm-hmm. so we are also part of the problem. Right, but it's it's covered in candy. It's and, covered uh, in it's you know what? That it's covered in candy makes it look even creepier now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it. That you, will not look good should, when the police do show up. Yeah, finally. Ugh. Ugh. This is what I'm saying. Ugh. All right. Throwing this I didn't out. think we'd talk about this. It's yeah. interesting. Throwing um, this out there, if there's, uh, you know, my industries are comedy. My industries are uh, comic books whatever podcasting is i don't fucking know uh if if you're in if you're in those industries and you are having and there's anything you do want to share yeah uh to private message me you can you can you can you can write and uh you know i don't know what i can do but i'm i'm here is is what i would say as much as i can be sneaky d at sneaky dragon.com sneaky d at sneaky dragon.com that's nice of you nah it's the least it's It's literally the fucking least it's very least and i think it's important that we talk about this I have hesitated to talk about the Me Too uh, um, movement and stuff mm-hmm. like that because, fuck me, I have nothing to do with it in the sense that, you know, it just becomes about guys, you know, like it just seems like we can't resist inserting ourselves into other people's mm-hmm. 
business, you know, like me too, me too, or I'm with you. Like, well, this doesn't matter. Like, this is for, you know, women to talk about what their experience is, not for people to like suddenly just, you know, throw step a in. like on there. That's yeah. fine. Throw, throw a, a like. fucking like. That's, That's right. enough. But we don't need for us to be, oh, you're not paying enough attention to me. I'm over here. I'm, I totally agree with these women. I feel so, so sorry for them, you know. I just want to say, no, shut up, you know, shut up. We've, everyone's, I think everyone, yeah. maybe I shouldn't say everyone, but, you know, male and female have experienced sexual harassment. I was going to say harassment, but that would give away my CBC roots. Uh, you know, I've, I've experienced that, you know, male and female, but that wasn't about, that's not what it was about, you mm -hmm. know. It's a, and so, yes, just let things. Yeah, let there's, other, there's other topics, and, and you're right. There are, you know, men have had this happen to them and this and this. I've this, had it happen to this me. Is, and that's absolutely fine. And hey, you know, it's a good time to talk about that yeah. any other time. Yeah. All right. So other people are talking right now. Sure. Let that happen. And then you know what? Let's put a pin in that mm -hmm. uh, because you've kept that to yourself already for yeah. many, many years or however much time. Yeah. All right. We're going to bring that up. We will bring that up. And by the way, if this gets brought up, that will get brought up. Yeah. Everything will rise and get better. <laughs> it's not like, what about me? Uh, yeah. You're going to yeah, get yeah. taken you care of too. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. It's And we're not dismissing what's happened the other horrors and what have but mm -hmm. it's uh, you know it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be addressed it's yeah. gonna be addressed yeah yeah and uh hey you know there you go um throwing the throwing one more topic uh, uh, out on the oh, on the pa on the patio before we wrap up um <laughs> last week uh we asked what books should dave read mm. and many of you I wrote in really got some nice some nice recommendations. What are, your, what are your favorites? What are you thinking of uh, reading? By the way, we're still open to this. Well, I'm Dave's I'm, looking for what are the qualifications of the book? Has to be modern. No, no, has to. I didn't want. I didn't <laughs> want modern. American. Books. Yeah, it has to be American. Okay. Uh, and by modern, you know, I, I just mean like now, like books from now. What's what qualifies as now? Like 2017. <laughs> okay. Like I want books that have had time to to percolate percolate through through the the culture you know okay. like so they they are remembered they're still remembered okay you know there's lots of books that you've read 20 years ago or 30 years ago and you don't even remember that book and no one remembers those books anymore okay. they're gone they're just done you know there is thousands of books published in the victorian era thousands upon thousands of books were published mm -hmm. and yet we only remember a very few authors that have come down to us most importantly trollope but you know, wait, wait. Has this been a trollop? That's a little moment. This is more of a. This is a sousson of trollop. All right, <laughs> but uh, I'm I am curious because yeah, uh, some people I was recommended uh, Ann Tyler, mm -hmm. who wrote The Accidental Tourist, um, uh, was made into a film starring William Hurt, which I have read that book. I read it and I was confused that there was a person in it called Macon. It didn't make sense to me. <laughs> I kept wanting to call him Mason. Uh, I have not read Breathing Lessons by her, but we have it at home, and so I, I, I when I'm. When I take a break from my from my Trollopathon, I will I will peruse that book. Um, Mary Hook recommended um, John Irving, who wrote, and I have read quite a bit of John Irving. Okay. John Irving kept me, and I'll always bless him for this. He kept me comfort on my long, grueling sojourn in the uh, wilds of of Alberta selling encyclopedias. <laughs> when I when I would uh, run out of things to do at night, when I didn't have a call to make. And I was just cold because it was, you know, minus 30 and I was walking around. I would sneak into apartment buildings and sit on the stairs and read John Irving. And I read, I had already read The World According to Garp on grade 12, but I read um, the Hotel New Hampshire and 
Sounds Sounds like you were leading a very John Irving life. Sneaking onto steps and reading books (laughs) while selling encyclopedias. Uh, So, yes. Wow, that is a very John Irving. He's someone I liked a lot, and I read a lot of books, Mm -hmm. and I kind of of Irvinged myself out, because when I do that... I'll sort of get annoyed by by writers' ticks, and I'll kind of move on. From do you there. do you have like flashbacks to Calgary when you read John Irving now, or do you think you would? Uh well, to Alberta. I, was, I actually cold? never went, never made cold? it to uh, Calgary. Um, would I? Oh, I guess I flew into I flew into Calgary in the plane, but um, yeah, maybe I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a person who experiences art nostalgically, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like I don't connect it to time periods. Uh, although I have started to do that because the, my daughters, maybe that's because there's so such an emotional connection to that. Whereas in the past, I you know there wasn't like an emotional connection to music. I liked music, I liked it a lot, but it wasn't like you know, oh, I remember that day I was and I, that song came on and yeah, no. Um, someone else recommended uh, Chris Roberts. He recommended Anne Tyler. He also recommended uh, Dashiell Hammett. I've read all of Hammett. To the point where you actually dressed up as Dashiell Hammett to come that to one of the true. right club I shows. I did come to a right club show dressed as I think there Dashiell might be Hammett. an online picture of you dressed as Dashiell Hammett. Maybe. And who did you lose to on that night? You lost My to... My daughter. Playing R.L. Stein. Yep. Very you bitter. Stein. Still bitter about that. <laughs> uh, and yes, I've, I love Dash. I love those sort of cream of the crop um, writers like uh, Chandler and, and Dashiell Hammett who kind, of, who kind of set the hard-boiled genre it's kind of set the temp the template for it, and people have followed them since uh, John D. McDonald and uh, other people. The guy who tried to finish Poodle Springs, which was a Raymond Chandler book that was remained unfinished. I can't remember the guy's name, Robert something. And it's not it's not that great because he's not Raymond Chandler. Like he can't bring that beautiful economic prose to life the way that Chandler did. And uh, but I do love those people a lot. Um, someone recommended a guy named oh, I can't remember his name. Triv- Trevelyan, Trevelyan, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and that sounds, and that's one person I have not read, and so I'm very, I'm very interested in reading a book uh, that has like a Japanese title. It sounds Japanese anyway to me, and uh, it sounds, it sounds really interesting. So I think that'll be the first one I tackle when I. So I know I've been recommended a prayer for Owen Meany and breathing lessons, and perhaps I'm, pr- I'm probably forgetting someone else. I'm sorry if I am, but this that that one seem, will be taking a top spot. Cool, because uh, I'm interested. I have not read that one. Because when I say I haven't read very many American authors, and then you start recommending them, then obviously it comes out. <laughs> you know, I've read J.D. Selinger. I've read. Was well, just, just an excuse Updike. to brag? Yes. Hey, I haven't read many of this. Ah, uh, maybe I do them all. <laughs> well, it's just because you feel like, oh, you know, it's just like yeah. I haven't given enough attention to this, and then it, and then people start saying, oh, you should read, uh, you know, John Updike. Oh, I have. You should read. Uh, <laughs> Uh, John Cheever. Oh, yeah, I read John Cheever. Sorry. Yeah, then read. get out of here. Get out of here, you fake. <laughs> you should read some Vonnegut. Yeah, I've read all of Vonnegut. God damn it. Well, if you've read all the classics, I'm, you know, what the hell are you talking about, goofball? Yeah, so maybe I'm just a jerk. Sure. Uh, if you want to recommend a book to this jerk, <laughs> uh, we'll let you Please know at do. the end of the show. It is not that I'm – and by saying I, a jerk, I, I shouldn't say that because I'm going to read your, your rec- I'm going to read your recommendations. Sure. And if I don't like them, you are in fucking trouble, man, for there. wasting a couple hours of my life. There you go. Um, this weekend, uh, if you're listening to this on Saturday, I don't know what time Dave is dropping this episode. Uh, very but late. I'll be very, working on the chicken. <laughs> the chicken that's fine. So today. this probably will just count for Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver Fan Expo is uh, this mm. weekend. Oh, okay. uh, I'm not doing. Uh, I'm not signing or anything at, at Vancouver. You Fan have Expo. no table. You're not sitting at a table. I'm not sitting at a table. I'm wandering about probably. So you might mm. see me, and if so, say hey, what's with the beard? Um, <laughs> So, uh, so say hi, but I'm also, I am doing two shows and I'm not sure what times on Saturday and Sunday, uh, with the fictionals. 
Oh. But I'm doing two comedy shows okay. there at the Fan Expo. So if you're there and you want to see me do a little uh, improv-y, improv-y, uh, not stand-up. We've talked about that. That's coming later. Uh, but like, uh, I'll be there there. And why not say hi to my friend uh, Giselle Laglace, who's uh, who I'm working on Exorcisters with. Yes. Uh, so there you go. Uh, she'll she'll be there. Uh, go say hi and go like, oh, I'm looking forward to Exorcisters. And she'll go, what? Uh, <laughs> and that'll be nice. Also, Steve Scrosh uh, should be there at like a rotating oh, table. Okay. Uh, with his book Maestro. So it's turning around on a, on a kind of like on a rotisserie. Yep. So occasionally he'll be looking yep. away from the people. And then it's the back way around. he gets evenly microwaved. I, I, Otherwise, he gets hot spots. <laughs> you don't want that. So you don't want that. So he might have Maestro's two. I know that's coming out this week. Yeah. Uh, so uh, see there and uh, maybe get a doodle from him. He's a good artist. Go say uh, very go good say, artist. Hey, hey. Very good artist. Yeah. So uh, good good people there. Uh, I can't totally say what this next thing is yet until it's super confirmed. But there's some uh, neat news about uh, Sparks. I'll tell you about that. Uh, the book that uh, Dave Colored and I wrote and Nina Matsumoto drew. Uh, something, future, something about future guest of the show. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming out. In, maybe we'll talk about it next week. But the book is coming out in February. Yeah. But something neat is uh, is coming uh, to do with it in May. February, May. Okay. Yeah, February, I'll tell March, you about uh, I'll tell you about that uh, next week with uh, Nina Matsumoto. Will you tell me about it after we stop the show? Sure. Oh uh, right, and, guys! Uh, I'm going to know this before you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and hey, do you have any questions for Nina Matsumoto? Yes. But let me just. Ooh, let me, that's a good idea. Let me restrict them all to questions about Dance Dance Revolution. That's all you can ask about. Okay. So anything about Dance Dance Revolution? <laughs> tips, tricks. Yeah. Her favorite songs. Yeah. Uh, what what variation of the machine? Well, who's got the best machine in town? Hmm. Um, what's the first thing to break down on a Dance Dance Revolution machine? All those questions. Uh, let us know. And I think it's going to be the uh, f- f- front pad. That's probably the most I think used. The front pad is the, the most, most used. I'm going to say the right part. pad. I'd say the right pad. There's more of that because it's easier to, mm, to get too. to. If you've seen that scene, by the way, in Scott Pilgrim where uh, they're yeah. dancing on the thing, yeah. nothing compared to her. No. Speed that up. Turn that yeah. up like three <laughs> threefold. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It was, uh nuts. So, uh, you know, got any questions for her or recommendations of books? We for couldn't Dave? see her legs. While she was dancing. No, it was like a roadrunner thing. It was like a roadrunner, uh, like yeah. a circle. It's a blur. Yeah, ridiculous. It's faster than the human eye could. Yeah. Uh... Yep. Uh, Dave threw rocks uh, there, and none would hit. No. And if they did hit a leg, they would just vibrate through the leg. Amazing. <laughs> so fast. Yeah, that's how she draws as well. She's. Uh... Yes, that's funny. Um, this all this. Uh, we, can maybe, we can maybe talk about it next week, but there's a Japanese art uh, artist that we both like, and I'm sorry I can't remember his name at this moment because I'm. Apparently Probably I'm... not best just to make it up. <laughs> no, it's not. Sayonara bonsai. Uh, no, he's a he does these great horror, or like really creepy horror comics mm-hmm. uh, and, and manga comics. And they're very good, and uh, and so he's on uh, the this season of Man Ben. Unfortunately mm-hmm. for us uh, non-Japanese speakers, Man Ben. There was a, some people who were translating it, but they seemed to have run out of their translators because they, they only did one show from the last season, oh, no. season three. And so far, they've only done one, se- one show from Let season four. Let me recommend four. Nina. Get Nina on this. She's yeah, a Nina. translator. You don't have enough to do. Join that. Uh, anyway, so uh, but so Nina, right, we had a little email exchange, and she said, uh, he draws so slowly. And I, my thought to myself was, that's the speed I draw. <laughs> Is that slowly? I thought that was his drawing. So I felt bad. I haven't drawn since then. 
Are you, so you're feeling shamed by that? Feeling a little ashamed. That's ashamed. very Japanese. Good for you. <laughs> yes. You're really embracing that manga I, style. I have. Uh, I've. I think of all the people I know. Mm-hmm. I think like all like North American people I know. I think that I would fit a certain element of Japanese culture better than anyone, mm-hmm. and that is repressed shame. Yep. Yeah, the repressed feelings and, and, and shame. I think you should go outside by a koi pond and weep. <laughs> can I just rake some sand? Sure you can. Okay. But, and then you know what I'd say? Yep. Uh, let your chicken go uh, go in that and get rid yeah. of all the mites. Get rid of the mites. <laughs> Why so not turn you... that uh, chicken yeah. thing into a zen garden? I can do both of them. It'll be a hen garden. Ah. Thank you. Yeah, that's the best joke we're going to have all the time. <laughs> uh, give us a write uh, here at uh, Sneaky Dragon. That's Sneaky yeah. D at SneakyDragon.com. Sneaky D at SneakyDragon.com. If you want to be on our message boards, why not? Let everyone see what you had to say. That is uh, SneakyDragon.com. After every episode there, oh, please let this episode have recorded because I'm not doing that again. <laughs> uh, SneakyDragon.com. Message board. Just post something there. Also, Facebook. Mm. That's still a thing. Yep. Uh, it's not destroyed yet. Uh, so why not go there and uh, talk to some Russian bots and also uh, <laughs> like our page? Why is, why is Facebook going to be destroyed? Oh, who knows? Yeah. I think I think the Russians are just going to blow it up mm. and uh, to to hide all the evidence. Oh, okay. And uh, we're on Twitter. Maybe we'll have to be on Twitter more now at sneaky underscore dragon. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there was a nice thing, by the way. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember the reference she made to it, but J.K. Rowling. Uh, brought up a picture of uh, this like J.K. Rowling's seven tips for how to write a novel and the, these are the things and uh, I forget the author she was saying but she was saying like hey, you know, I subscribe to this theory by so and so the author go on the Sneaky Dragon Twitter page we link to it okay. and she goes like I subscribe to this there's three rules to writing a novel Yeah, no one knows what they are <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also yeah. s- uh, sneakydragon.tumblr and uh, I think that's generally it. Oh, unless you want to Skype us, why not? Go to Skype. And uh, we're Sneaky Dragon on Skype. You can leave us a little message. We always love to hear from you. That'd be nice. Hear your voices. That would be very nice. Yeah. And uh, we're also on uh, Patreon. Sure. We're on Patreon if you want to throw us a couple of bucks. Uh, yep. You know what we're, we're doing right now? It's, uh, it's uh, you know, Dave will tell stories about his chickens. And, uh, uh, you know, the more chicken stories for the more money. And we call this uh, Bucks for Clucks. Ooh, nice. <laughs> nice. I didn't know that. But I'll put it on the I'll put it on the Patreon. Bucks page. for Clucks is what Bucks it's called. Bucks for Clucks. Yep. It used to be when we were a more apathetic show. Bucks for Don't Give a Fucks. <laughs> and if you gave us yeah. money, we just wouldn't care. Yeah. Yep. We still don't care. Yep. We're too punk rock to care about stuff like that. Oh, we're very very punk rock. Is it punk rock? Or are we too? Are we too mini? Like uh, you know, like the, the the comic scene. We're too small. Like small press. We're well, too we're small very. Press to here's, we're punk rock and chicken. We're very. Uh, never mind the cluck clucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's sneaky dragon. <laughs> I feel like I'm not sure if my if my um, ambivalence to making God save the queenie. Yeah, that's we where the name came. Man, we made. <laughs> Is that okay? Here's my. Here, I have a question for people listening. Actually. <laughs> Okay. I was thinking about this yesterday when I was driving. All right, I hope you wrote down all those. And it's a small, it's a very small question, but is what is the best Sex Pistols song? What's the best Sex Pistols? Yeah, song? what is people? What is what are people like listeners' favorite Sex Pistols song? There we go. Because the Sex Pistols is one of the most important bands mm-hmm. because they basically they basically change the they're like a they're like the new how do you how do you describe it you know so so you had the Beatles. Sure you did. And they're so they're you know and they're so impactful. I've heard of them. Yes, I know you have. Uh, they're if you so want to see how impactful. We've got a whole podcast about sure. that. Sure. And their 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 legacy lasted for a long time after they broke up. And you can listen to a lot of bands that that 
adopted a lot of the sounds of the of the Beatles yes, to this day through through to this day, but particularly through the early seventies, through the in, in the mid seventies, you know, it still hung over music for a long time. But the Six Pistols broke that that legacy. You know, they 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 created this sort of new sound, this new idea of what of you know, and kind of and broke away from that, and you know, and maybe over overly repudiated the past. You know, okay. no Beatles, no Stones, nineteen seven. You know, the class song and stuff. Sure. So that. But that was part of that change, you know, and I think that's why they're so important. But I'm just curious, and they had, you know, they lasted a very brief time because unlike, you know, they didn't find their Brian Epstein. They didn't have, uh-huh. and it's sort of with Chris Thomas producing them, they found their George Martin. But Malcolm McLaren, you know, who was just a sabotage, you know, just sabotage the band every which way he could, was in no way a Brian Epstein who was there as a, you know, was a someone who nursed the band, who, 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 you know, Brought them into, brought them to fame in a way that didn't destroy them, you know. Whereas Malcolm McLaren's goal with the Sex Pistols seemed to be to just to destroy these poor people, you know. Find, find, I'm going to find four young men and then I'm just going to torment them into <laughs> into madness, uh, you know. And so, but I'm just curious, so I'm going to put that out there. I okay. have a favorite song, and maybe if people will tell tell me, I will say my favorite song next week. Very good. Um, I'm going to write it down now, though. All right. For you. Oh, okay, go ahead. Just, right then it's going down for you, so you will know. My favorite song. And Fantastic. Then, I don't know that song, so yeah. that's great. So then we'll talk about it next week. Right. But anyway, um, I can't remember what, what why, why I veered off and what I was talking about before because I did veer off the Sex Pistols thing, didn't I? Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. So next week, uh, we're going to have the third dragon on. Third dragon. So uh, looking forward to that. Give us your questions, again, about Dance Dance Revolution uh, to all those uh, previous uh, addresses. And thank you so much for listening on this episode that had so many topic changes and tonal shifts that I hope you're all okay. Because, boy, it was a lot of fridge to the microwave. I think, I think people like that. Do they? Yeah. All right. Do you think they like the Nick Parks impression? <laughs> if they didn't, there's one person in this room who loved it. Okay, good. And that was you. Fuck. <laughs> Someone think of the children? Nope, they won't. Screw the children.